Seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide Radio for Humans. This is the Tuesday edition for February 4th, 2020. We had a palindrome the other day on uh, Super Bowl Day. <laughs> Oh two oh two two oh two oh was what it was, and I believe the good guys won the Super Bowl this year. The ones with the prettier hats. The ones with prettier hats. I don't know. I'm just doing my bullshit, my sports ball <laughs> bullshit. Um, but yeah, so uh, welcome to the show, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, somebody who. Uh, knows almost more about sports than I do, except I knew that uh, Kansas City from the great state of Kansas was going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, how about that? I, <laughs> I, I never knew. I never knew that Kansas City is in... Well, actually, isn't the city split somehow? It's two different cities. It's two different cities. That's two different okay. cities. So, yeah, and, and the city that, that the, the football team plays in is in... Missouri, right? Well, Kansas is in their name, duh. Why wouldn't they be from the state of Kansas? I don't know. Why would the Appalachian <laughs> Trail be the 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 uh, uh, what did he call it? The Tallahassee Trail. <laughs> no, did he call it the Tallahassee Trail? Yeah, Barbara's oh telling me from God. the kitchen. She's screaming Tallahassee. <laughs> That's the Tallahassee Trail. Yeah. Well, so, just well, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, he'll probably be upset that the Oscars are being held in Hollywood, Florida this year. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. <laughs> Actually, knowing Hollywood, he'd probably be disappointed that they're not, because that really yeah. is a very big Trump town. Yeah, but, that is true. You know, the the whole Kansas City thing. Yeah. Honestly, people get people get them confused. People do get it confused because it's like it sits. They sit right next to each other in two different states. Yeah, I'd excuse people. The not president, him. though. Not, no, not him. Uh, and you know, what's he the president of? Though I always forget. What? What are? And what see. is? What is? What is? United uh, something. United something. United something. There's a uh, United. Uh, Sharps. The hell is that? United. United Shesh. Yeah. God bless. Shesh. United Shesh. Yeah. So apparently, in the United States, the Kansas City Chiefs are from Kansas. Kansas, well, Kansas, Missouri. Yeah, Kansas, <laughs> Kansas <laughs> via Missouri. Kansas, Missouri. <laughs> but uh, but you're right, Rain. I mean, it, it's like 
Yeah, I could I could see that. Uh, you know, I knew they were from Missouri. I even knew that. But you yeah. know, uh, yeah. you know the. the uh, but the thing is, you're the president of the United States. Not only that, but somebody who once owned a football team or a league didn't he own in a league, and then he was trying to buy a team. He was trying to buy the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, he was trying to buy the Buffalo Bills that he thought was part of Buffalo Bills Wild West show. <laughs> he thought the Buffalo Bills were from Billings, Montana. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why they call them the Bills. It's short for <laughs> Billings. <laughs> they play in Montana. What a no! Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about Democrats screwing up the. Jeez, oh, I'll get into that later. Oh yeah. But yeah, so gonna, um, right now I'm gonna punch my pillow. Okay, I'm gonna go home and bite my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, so uh, what did you guys think um, of the the Super Bowl uh, Trump Hannity interview? I'm getting. I know you didn't watch that. What? How about some? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, the the Shakira and uh, um, oh. J Lo thing seemed to go down pretty good, right? Can I say something about Shakira? Sure. Shakira. Shakira, whatever. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. Was that a oh, you Bronx cheer? You is that a horse? <laughs> no. What does she do? She stuck her tongue out and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, what she did was um, she did something that people do in Colombia at Carnival. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, they spit at people in Colombia. No, they do a thing with... Okay. Do a thing with her tongue. Okay. She was actually paying homage to her, <clears throat> to one of her home countries. Okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. I did not know that. I just thought I, it, I, I saw I people making memes of it, and somebody was like, "Yeah, they did." And yeah. um, I, I I thought some of them were funny because it was like, you know, what was that? La 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 la. And it actually the Columbia part too was also like the la 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 because she's also half Leban Lebanese. Oh, okay. And so when people do that who aren't of the um, terrorism side of things, it's it's like an, a, a proclamation of happiness. Good. Oh. Well, then you're like a treasure trove of of knowledge of halftime shows. Well, especially when it comes to Shakira and J-Lo and women showing their empowerment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, and um, But I'm telling you. Trump and Hannity. That's pretty sexy. I'm kidding. Um, but uh, did you guys watch any of the halftime show? I, I saw uh, yeah, some I, clips. I did. I, I watched some of it. Yeah, not not everything, but yeah. I mean, did did y'all like when she was wearing a, a big blanket with the United States flag, and she opened it up, and it was Puerto Rico? Oh yeah, I saw that too. I, I, I thought it was incredible, and but I didn't see that. Yeah, if you if y'all didn't watch it, it's not really. I watched part of it. Just, I I did watch part. Of it. I loved it. I loved it because I felt like you know Shakira's forty three years old. J Lo is what fifty. Yeah. And and they're both mothers, and and they went out there and did what they wanted, and it was really empowering to. I mean, I. Okay. So we watched the part. We watched the Super Bowl here at my house, 
and we had our neighbors over and it, it just all of us were just blown away by the beauty of it not even well maybe some of it was the sexuality of it but I loved it that they were not afraid to express any of it the pole dancing the athleticism the fact that both of these women are considered middle age and they were out there doing that and yet woke up the next morning and right wing twitter was like oh my god family values the same way they bitched about Beyonce a few years ago oh yeah the derp state has awoken oh jeez but um I I I loved it I loved the political message do they know who the president is family values they don't care they don't even evidently they forget who the first lady is ooh yeah they they seem to forget that you know we've all seen her in various states of undress not by choice, by the way. It's Twitter. She's the first soft corn por- uh, softcore porn floatus. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, it, I, I love the halftime show. I found it to be in- incredibly empowering to... Well, not to me, because I'm not going to be... I'm not going to become a pole dancer. But... You know, there's there's always been this, like, stigma. Oh, a pole dancer. Now, I haven't seen the movie Hustlers yet, which J-Lo is in. Mm-hmm. She literally worked her... She worked out to be able to do that. She did that. The same way Gaga did that a few years ago. The, like I said, and I'm, I'm, I mentioned Beyonce. I'm just sick and tired of conservatives just going after women for expressing who they are. Yeah, and by the way, check your state. Um... The uh, Board of Elections might not allow you to dance at the polls this year. I'm not sure. Oh, different pole dancing. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I might, I might be able to pole dance. <laughs> it's it's uh, Maryland. We're the pretty blue. If we, if we get rid of one orange monster, I'll yeah. dance. Yeah, definitely. I, I did. I, I loved it. If people want to go, go, go look at it. It's just fun. You don't even have to like the music. I think the idea that it was two women of Latin American descent singing in English and, and, and in Spanish, singing about the issues that we had have going on now. Like at one point, there were literally children in cages singing to make a point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, just let, let all the women do all the halftime shows. I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm more than fine with that. Um, Plus the other thing, the Chiefs won. So I am so happy for my sister. Congratulations to the state of Kansas. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad. You know, Kansas always gets a bad rap, but now they finally have a championship football team. Good old Kansas. <laughs> y'all, y'all, gotta, y'all have to know that Missouri, the Missouri conservatives... Mm-hmm. Gotta be really kind of pissed about that. <laughs> no, they probably don't know where Kansas City is either. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Whoa, you mean that Kansas City's? Oh, uh, not Kansas. I'm also gonna make a sports a sports bet with you guys right now. Not a bet, a promise. Mm. If Trump loses uh, this October, I I Kenny Pick, raising my hand, do solemnly swear. 
to go out and buy a football and spike it the following day on video. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. That gives me life. <laughs> so there you go. That's something to look forward to. I do. I'll, I'll buy the most expensive football I can. I'm not just going to go to the thrift store and buy a football. I'm going to go to Dick's. Oh, no. Don't go. Don't. Dick's. You're going to go okay. to Dick's. I'll go to Target. I just like hearing you say Dick. I'll you go to Target. To the discount place called Penis. Yeah, but you can't. Don't say penis in this house. I will. I will go to Target. Okay, is that a, is that a good good enough one? I'll go to Target and buy the most yeah, expensive good. football they have. Mm-hmm. And I will spike it in the middle right. of the street on November fifth. I feel like I need to offer up something and. <laughs> You'll read oh, a full comic book. <laughs> I, I, I will read a full comic book under 18 pages of your choice. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. What could I do now? What, what am I going to do? Mm, let me see, Joe. Because you like it all. When, no, no. When, do I, when do I have to do this? On wait. election day? Oh, wait. We should make Rain eat something on pizza that she doesn't like. Oh, Stop yeah. it. Lobster. <laughs> no. Lobster tail. You have no, to eat a I would rather tail. read a comic book. Okay. <laughs> she, Torture me that much. Fun. <laughs> okay. Oh, it will be fun. This what is what, we... November 3rd, 3rd or 4th? The day after or? Uh, yeah, uh, November 5th, right? Uh, oh, wait. Third. With, it, oh, wait. Well, the 3rd is election day. Oh, four. yeah, November 4th. I'm sorry. So, four. Okay, so the 4th. On the 4th, the day after. When we win, I will eat a plain cheese pizza. What? That's lame. <laughs> it's hard for me because I like you know pepperoni and stuff on it, and, and lobster. Um, see, yeah, no, November fourth. No, that's not a sacrifice. Wednesday, okay. November fourth. Oh, Joe, come on, man! You know that's not. A sacrifice. Well, you're supposed to throw it at me. I'm not supposed to pick my own sacrifice. I'll wear sackcloth and ashes. I'll sit out. I'll sit outside Republican headquarters with the sign that says "Ha ha." <laughs> I don't know. We got to think about this, Ken. We got to think about something. Cause we do. We do. I don't read comic books. I was actually going to offer to like learn I'll a, tell metal, I'll tell you a metal chord on this, a guitar. This would be a sacrifice for me. The day after, if we win, I'll drink a beer. No, 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 no! You gotta watch. You gotta watch Lou Dobbs' entire show. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> I do. It might be awesome though. <laughs> it might be. That might be fun. <laughs> that might be fun. Well, yeah. In fact, that might be fun to watch Fox News all day. <laughs> or maybe Joe could, could would have to read an entire chapter of Art of the Deal. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to like somehow touch it. You well, could find an e-copy. E you could find an e-copy somewhere. Oh, I just go to the library, read the chapter while it's there. Have the librarian put it on a table. Let her turn it to the beginning of a chapter, and have Barbara come and turn the pages with me, so I don't have to touch any of it. You gonna make Barb wear a hazmat outfit? She has one for when we do chicken, so no okay. problem. 
Oh, okay. see, anytime we have chicken, uh, we have to hazmat the kitchen. That's a lot of chicken. It's a lot of hazmat. A lot of hazmat. A lot of hazmat. You don't want you don't want salmonella, folks. Nah, uh, um, so yeah. Put him. Yeah, I, I was friends with Chris Manillo. I don't know if he had any relatives named Sal Manillo. So um, yes, cousin, first cousin. By the way, by the way, um, I really do like the fact that you can kind of see some people's profiles when uh, a little bit when they f- try and friend you on Facebook. Because some guy in a group that I'm in, one of the one of the Migo groups, tried to friend me today, and I went. And I was like, "Well, let's see what you're all about." And on his front page, he had some kind of quote from James Mattis. And I was like, all right, let's dig a little bit deeper. Maybe he's one of those Democrats, you know. And then I start digging a little bit deeper, and I look, go to his likes. Always go to their likes, folks. Because usually, yes. usually yes. it shows up right there. Or television shows, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. two, two, his two likes, Joe Arpaio... And Franklin Graham, I immediately de- I immediately deleted that friend request. You just slammed that one back down. You do not get much more vile than that. Guy seemed nice enough in the conversations that I had, but man, he really should have just take. I, I I must have some pretty heavy, um, uh, I because I, I think I set my my privacy like really high uh when i started getting stalked uh about two years ago and um i don't think anybody can see anything you know unless it's a pro you know profile picture or something like that so uh so yeah um i I appreciate you reaching out and wanting to be friends buddy but shit that would have that would have just gotten that frank franklin graham franklin graham's like one of the biggest fucking racist bigoted scum buckets on the face of the planet yeah and he also has relations with the pool boy so i've so yeah many say uh even pool boys some say, say. yeah some say. i'm one of those people who say yeah me too i just came across news that broke about eight minutes before the show began oh no uh trump is going to award the medal of freedom to rush limbaugh Hello. Hello. I'm just not shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm. I'm. uh, You know, it's disgusting, but it's. Um, it's just. It's his mo. Of course. Predictable. 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 If anybody hasn't heard, Rush Limbaugh has been diagnosed with some pretty severe, a pretty severe case of lung cancer, and. Most likely, I can't see. I I don't know. You know. I, I mean, he he. The way he was talking, it didn't sound like his prognosis was good. So, no. Um. And you know, this is a guy who you know gleefully chomped away on cigars. You know, every waking moment. And he um, also made fun of um, Michael. Uh, oh, uh, you're, you're talking about um, Michael J. Fox? Yeah. Yes, Michael J. Fox. Sandra Fluke, uh, mm-hmm. the Clinton daughter, Chelsea Clinton. Yep. The new He's White House a... dog, he called her. And she was just a little girl. Yes. Yes. 
So no. I wish him well in his final journey. Well, all I got to say is I've seen the gutter that right-wingers and Trump cultists have, have, have crawled into, the, the gutter of shit and slime and filth. For what they've been saying about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's cancer diagnosis, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not climbing in there with them. I'm not. Because it's the same fucking no. cesspool. It's the same cesspool. You, you know, it's... Uh, uh, you know, I made fun of Rush for being fat because he called Chelsea Clinton the White House dog. That's one thing. But, you know, I've known a lot of people who have died from cancer... Family members, Susan's family members, friends, you know, and, you know, and people who, that I still know and love survived cancer. And, you know, I just won't. It's the same fucking gutter. That's, that's honestly why I say I just wish him well on the next stage of his journey because I do not like the guy. I don't like him. Yeah. I mean, the harm that he's done to this country... And, you know, of course, thank you, Ronald Reagan, uh, for empower- for enabling him by doing away with the fairness doctrine. And, you know, the harm that was done to our public airwaves and to, you know, and, and basically spewing out what is just um, unfiltered, uh, unchecked propaganda uh, is, you know, I mean, th- th- you know, th- that's going to... That'll never be erased. I mean, it will over the course of time because there were like, if you look back, I forget the guy's name, but there was a, um, I'm sure somebody in the chat room will know, in the 1930s, I believe, there was this. Coughlin. Coughlin, yeah. Father Coughlin. Yeah, thank you. Um, You know, that's somebody who's barely remembered today. But what it, the the damage that he did and and the you know the legacy he left behind was one of just horrendous anti-Semitism and racism and xenophobia and mm-hmm. you know uh, and and that's what you know Limbaugh in his different uh, idiom has done with his career and you know and that's that's really. What Limbaugh is, you want to know what Ronald Reagan's legacy is? It's right there. That's what it is. It's a legacy of hate. It's a legacy of propaganda and vitriol. So, somebody will replace him. Maybe they'll give old fucker Carlson a radio show again. Well, there's always haters. Who said haters are going to hate, you know? So, Um, there's always going to be haters. Yeah, um, you know, and like you, I'm not getting into the gutter with with those people. Yeah, you know, I hate what he stands for. I hate him. I hate his, what he stands for. As I said in our chat, I wouldn't wish cancer on my worst enemy. Uh, lost my sister at 58 to cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but um, you know, this is a man who said he was a hero for smoking. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes, you know, you shouldn't do that. shouldn't tempt fate. Oh, absolutely. Just, it, it, you know, just, and pe- just saying. Oh, absolutely. Just and I, I don't disagree with people saying, you know, it's karma. I don't disagree with that because I, I don't think 
you can put that much hate out there in the universe without it coming back on you in some way. Because, you know, I'm not saying like even in a spiritual manner, I'm just saying that physically, I, I think you can become very sick for having that much hate, you know. I mean, the the mental and it. I think it takes a mental and physical toll. Um, I agree with that. So, uh, but yeah, you know, and and I saw him in that video, and you know, he's got like this scraggly beard and everything, and it's like, dude, when has Rush Limbaugh ever had a beard? Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't think that he's. Uh, you know, I really think he is slipping fast i don't know i could be wrong but just seeing him there he looked he looked bad i mean because that was a lot of beard growth i I haven't watched his show and you know obviously i never watch his show unless it's like you know video clips that are posted um but i think i just saw him on fox news not that long ago on somebody's show saying some dumb shit and uh and and he he looked like he had a lot more weight and didn't have a beard, so um, so yeah, so again not you know nothing anybody here is going to celebrate, um, but it's it's not surprising that somebody who is that hateful could you know could have this you know have the the karmic boomerang you know, mm-hmm. so um, but yeah so anyway. Um, what else? There, there was something else um, that happened, and we'll we'll get to. We're going to talk about the whole fucking Iowa fracas uh, here in a in a couple minutes when we come back from break. But yeah, there's a you know there's some uh, some dumb nonsense going around again. Uh, listeners, I told these guys already. I don't have audio. Just don't feel like it. Um, uh but uh but yeah it's uh yeah uh, oh yeah claire mccaskill seriously be careful about how you treat about a person a tweet about a person of color that was really <laughs> stupid I don't, like I don't like her the really I like her. stupid what did she what did she what do, did she do? She sent it. She her. sent out She's a tweet. Not one of my favorites, but. She sent out sent out a tweet with a whole bunch of Trumpers on an airplane. It's got you know, uh, fucking, uh, just a whole bunch of sour pusses. I, I I'm drawing a blank on who some of the who some of them are, but a lot of Congress critters, senators, whatnot, uh, cabinet officials, and uh, and Ben Carson is in the middle without a seat. And Claire McCaskill tweeted out, one of these things is is not like the others. Hint, they made him squat in the aisle so he was visible. He's the only person of color on the plane. So I don't by ref- think that she was wrong. No, what but... What you're saying is correct. But seriously, f- phrasing, don't refer to him as a thing, first of all. Yeah, you gotta check okay. your you know, I mean, the wording there, because, you know, I mean, they just jumped all over that that wording right there and it's did they like, jump all over it when she called alan dershowitz mr underpants i don't know i don't know yeah because she was calling him mr underpants during and i loved it i'm sorry she's not oh, that's in, okay she, there's nothing wrong with that she's not in the senate anymore you know she also called him a stone cold idiot when yeah she said it's missouri so i didn't i missed that I did yeah. miss that. It's uh, but you know just just so yeah there because Jim Jordan's on there obviously and he doesn't own a suit jacket once again. Yeah. 
Um, oh, you got to look yeah, at the picture I, because perhaps, uh, perhaps Ben Carson could give some of his skin color to Jim Jordan because that guy doesn't look. <coughs> uh huh. He doesn't. The, excuse me. That's okay. <coughs> okay, anyway. I'm done. He doesn't look like he's has enough oxygen. He looks blue. True. But yeah, so I posted the link to the so you can see the picture. Um, and look at look at the only person who does not look happy to be there. <laughs> oh man, I, I I'll just let everybody. Okay, one of these things is definitely not like the other, and it's not Ben Carson because Ben Carson is smiling, but somebody on the plane isn't. <laughs> everybody find out find out who isn't, and we'll we'll get everybody's answers after the break. Okay. Um, so, uh, and, uh, you know, um, but you know, honestly, it's not that offensive because, you know, Trump cultists kind of are things, uh, Ben Carson, he's just, you know, whatever, but yeah, Claire McCaskill, just be careful, please. Anyway, cause they'll take anything and run with it. We'll be right back with more turn up tonight, right after this. Turn up the Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. I was there. Stay 
stay the same So cold So bold The heart I gave you carved apart and sold I am here I am near Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Welcome back. Hello. Did you figure out uh, which Trump cultist was not like the other in that picture? Um, 
Actually, it was Ben, ben Carson. No, no. The, I meant that everybody. I said everybody on on the oh. plane was smiling except for one I person. Think the guy, the, the guy in the second row, looking at the picture on the left. Yeah, you know who that not is. Smiling. Oh. Uh, oh, oh no, no. The the, the uh, uh, actually on the right of the picture. But Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Did you figure out? Who's who? The happy camper is and is on the uh, the unhappy camper. Yes. And what'd you get? Yeah, I did. Uh, is his name Mickey? It is Mickey. Okay, I thought so. Mick Mulvaney. Mm hmm. Yeah, Mick Mulvaney. He's in the second. He's in the second row on the right, closest to the aisle. Oh, okay. And he I just looks. Wow. Yeah, he looks, he, he, he looks he like he doesn't look happy. He no. looks like he had a little throw up in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's fun. That's fun and interesting. Uh, but anyway, uh, there you go. I wasn't sure if uh, yeah. So that was that. He stuck out like a sore thumb there. But uh, anyway, hey, Mickey, you're so sad. You're so sad. Hey, Mickey. Oh yeah, he is sad. Bigly, he is sad. So bigly uh, sad. He'd rather be going to uh, Kansas to meet the Chiefs. So. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. Welcome back, you guys. Um, all right. So let's talk about Iowa. I know okay. uh, there, there's a. Uh, uh, in, talking in, about the, uh, the the raucous caucus, the raucous caucus, yeah. So, um, and uh, and and I've I've uh, I've been grudgingly paying attention to it somewhat, and uh, begrudgingly, I should say, and um, and yeah, I I I know, Rain. Why don't you why don't you start off because you've got a lot to say about this, and I, I want to make sure uh, you get to say it. Rain. Hello. Where do you want me to Where do you want me to begin? Well, why don't you talk about the process? I, I think we know the process, don't we? Well, yeah, we know the process. I'm saying, to... I'm saying, I'm saying that the the it seems like the process is broken. Well, well I, yeah, I, I think maybe Joe should talk about that first because I, I think honestly, most of us have agreed for years the caucus has been a problem. All right, Joe, well, go ahead. Yeah, I think I said in in our production chat that we because we were, there was a lot of discussion in the production chat this afternoon about. The app and the app failing, uh, and I said, "Well, yeah, but here's the thing about that. Everybody's focused on the app, and but I think, you know, from thirty thousand feet, as they say, let's look at the whole forest here. The whole idea of a caucus sucks, Which and I agree with right. So, right." So, the whole idea that you're going to have, and, and, and like they get like something like, I think, 16% turnout. I mean, they're so proud of their caucus and their participation in this thing, and, and they, don't, they don't turn out more than 16% of the voters. 
but the, the the process is so convoluted. First of all, you have to give up about three hours, from what I understand, of your time at night to go to a designated place, drive to wherever you have to go. Your whether precinct. It's in, yeah, whether it's a gymnasium, a high school gymnasium, somebody's living room, whatever, and spend three hours going through a process where you first have a first choice, and then if your first choice isn't what they deem to be, what the rules say is viable, in other words, you don't get, I think it's 15% of the vote, then you have to choose a second candidate. You have to have a second choice. Which I think was, that was something that was different about the caucus this year. I don't know if it was different. What it was was is that what? they decided for the sake of, of, of transparency right. to tell everybody what what the first and second it's sort of like a ballot at a, at a convention that with the first ballot and the second ballot was in other words what was bernie sanders on the first ballot and then what, what, what was he on the second ballot if he wasn't viable in the first ballot well so it, it works somewhat like a convention like the first round of nominating you know you're you're you lose so you move on to your second choice candidate and then there's a second vote that's that's something that was actually different this year. The, you, you, okay, here's the thing. First off, we can discuss the actual caucus problem, the problem with the actual caucus, which I, I as I said in the chat, I think it's a very valid thing to discuss, but it's something that we might have discussed before the actual caucus happened. And I, I really feel very, very strongly about this. The caucus itself has always been a problem this year they changed it so people came in and there was a tier set up where there was all the candidates votes came in then there was the viable candidates and then there were second votes it's almost like um oh i can't remember the name of kind of voting where if your first candidate doesn't win you get to vote for the second one but the caucus the caucus the caucus is historically horrible it's and in Iowa, it's historically just Iowa's a white state. It's stilted. Yeah, it's it's really it doesn't it doesn't promote democracy, um, and and this is something I think we've known for a long time. But what happened last night was they made something worse. So Joe, I I said it in the chat. This is where we are. The caucus happened. I don't. I have a very, very strong feeling that in 2024, we're not going to see the Iowa caucus. We might not even see the Iowa primaries first in the country. I, I think our demographics in this country are changing. But what I do not understand, and I really do feel like it is worth discussion. Like, I don't think it's missing the big picture. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time is why did this app go so bad why wasn't it vetted and and it, 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 honestly the bottom line is why did they use the app mm. because yeah. for all of its for all of its flaws for all of the caucus's flaws they've always had paper backups or no even but they didn't need paper backups because they had the paper like that's the one thing about the caucus yeah that was well, fail proof. They, they do have the paper backup. 
that's how yeah. they counted the vote today. My point is this. This is all symptomatic of a problem in that Iowa goes first. A state that that's has 90, nothing to do with the app and the problems. Well, no, it doesn't. The but, the app is, but I look at it from a different point of view. The app is just another symptom of the fact that Iowa is a ridiculous state to start off a primary season. And a caucus is a f- stupid way to do it. And they try to get an app so that they could have more transparency and make the caucus seem more explainable. And here's the problem. Yeah, the app failed because the caucus failed because it's not explainable to most people. Okay, because it doesn't make sense and it's not democratic. And a a state that's 91% white, okay, and very conservative on the most part, does not represent the democratic coalition anymore or ever. Okay, and states like Michigan or New York or Pennsylvania or California, they represent more the diversity of the Democratic Party. Iowa does not. So why do they go first? I don't disagree with that, but that... And and the fact that the app failed is just another symptom. See, I think there's too much focus on the app. The fact that the app failed... The, the fact that the app failed is just a, to, to me is just another symptom that the caucus failed. The caucus has been failing. That we've allowed Iowa to go first with this ridiculous uh, caucus uh, platform for too many years. Just because they have a law that says we have to go first, and then New Hampshire says we have to be the first primary state. So the only reason they haven't changed to a primary in Iowa is because if if they did, then New Hampshire would move theirs ahead of Iowa, and then why? We'd be having a, a primary like in November? I mean, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. And, and, and the, 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 to me, the, the, the app was, was, a, was a symptom of a bigger problem here. It was an attempt to make simpler something that is just stupid and shouldn't be made simpler. It should be done away with. So I, I, I just think that the, the, the solution isn't having an app that works. The solution is ha- having a primary system that works. That's our problem. What do you think, Ryan? Um, I think... Okay, I think Joe made his point. I guess we are talking over each other because... I don't disagree with him at all. The bottom line is that there was a breakdown. So whether or not you think the caucus systems should exist is not relevant to what happened last night. Well, it's not. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, but it is. Okay. I mean, it is the problem. First of all, the whole the whole primary system we have in this country is a problem there should be a national primary why don't we vote one day in the spring in all 50 states well that is another discussion okay you see so we're having this, three different discussions now joe well what i'm saying is is that we get into the microscopic about well sometimes there sometimes enough, there getting into the microscopic is important well and it is important because this is this is the election season now Yes, I understand. And, and I'm and saying, but what's important is, is that the problem isn't the app. The problem isn't the number of gymnasiums they have to meet. The problem isn't that they have to drive six hours to wherever they have to vote. The problem 
is our antiquated primary system. Okay. Well, and that we, didn't we let fix a state like Iowa go we first fix it when everybody should be voting on the same day. Okay, I'm done. Well, because I do not disagree with Joe at all. And I'm a, I, I don't disagree with Joe at all. Yes, the caucus system is a problem. Yes, our primary system is a problem. Yes, we need to figure out who goes first in the nation and who goes second and Super Tuesday and, and you know, Amtrak Tuesday. But the thing is, is that that's a really important discussion to have. But that doesn't negate the fact that all of the candidates last night did not get to know who was the winner of the caucus because somebody in the Democratic Iowa the Iowa, the Iowa Democratic Party picked an app that wasn't vetted, that wasn't tested. And to me, that is an issue. So you can, I mean, I, I don't like the caucus, but you know, what is it? You know, you got you to work with what you got. And that's where we are right now when it comes to Iowa or where we were. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that either. I mean, it's just, I, I think... I think really what the big problem here is, the biggest problem, is the the frenzied media coverage. Because everything that I see about it, it's a disaster, it's a disaster, Democrats have already lost the election, you know, I mean, just mm -hmm. fucking breathless, pessimistic, mm -hmm. uh, you know, armchair quarterback bullshit. In mm -hmm. that and stuff, I mentioned that, I right, mentioned that in the production yeah. chat too, if you recall. And, and that shit is why I couldn't get audio, because I see that shit and it and it, and it deeply depresses me mm -hmm. to think that the media would, you know, it's like we're not, we don't have a scandal, we don't have, you know, mm -hmm. you know, somebody grabbing somebody by the genitals, we don't have somebody saying something racist, and you know, we don't we don't have somebody, you know, killing. The uh, you know uh, Americans through tariffs, and I mean, where it's 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 part of our fucked up process, and it's not, it's not fucking doomsday. No, it's not. And when yeah. I woke up, and when I when I went to bed last night, I looked I looked at social media, and I was like, this is a shit show because I don't like caucuses. Again, I just want to stress that. Uh -huh. In case anybody thinks that I am endorsing caucuses, I'm not. But it was a shit show. And when I woke up this morning, I didn't realize that it was because they just... And, and to me, to me, it really is important. The Democratic Party in Iowa decided to use an app. And the app did not work. And so when I woke up, there were some people out there saying, oh, you know, Pete Buttigieg, they were calling him uh, Mayor Cheat which is bullshit. There was also some other things out there um, where they were trying to say that um, uh, Robbie Mook was one of the people who decided to tell the Iowa Democratic Party to use this this app, which was all bullshit. And, uh, and it was just, all of this was coming from, we have conspiracy theorists on the left. Oh, we yeah. have them. Okay? And I felt like everybody there in Iowa 
and and everybody supporting whoever their candidates were and some candidates more than others i will say this um really were pushing this i mean there was one reporter from The Intercept who was, was pushing it as of 5 o'clock this afternoon. Settle down. And and at this point, at the point of, <clears throat> I think it was around 2 o'clock, they were still trying to figure this out. I was watching MSNBC and they were still trying to figure it out. It turns out this app Literally, and this is why in in our chat, I asked Bob specifically, not because I'm married to him, but because this is what he does for a living. Sure. He might not make apps, but he has to check second, you know, sec, uh, outside software. Yeah. To make sure that outside software works with the in-house software, and he has to check all this stuff. Nobody did that, so you can hate the caucus. And you can actually, if, if you all want, you, you all can say that it's the, the, you know, the Democratic Party's a mess, which people are saying. The point that I've come down to, and unless I see something to change my opinion, this was simply the fault of the Iowa Democratic Party for not making sure that this app, and this app was supposed to do something really simple. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to take all of the, the, the votes in the caucus messy as the caucus is and just send them via their smartphones to a central database so this way it could be they could be counted yeah. it didn't work it didn't work uh, well and i i think that's a problem because they, they created i i it, they didn't have to use the app they could have just stayed with counting paper ballots the way we have in the past and it's been ugly I mean, anybody who's yeah, watched I, news today knew back in 2012, uh, Mitt Romney won. And then we found out Rick Santorum won. Yeah. You know, and in 2016, Bernie Sanders won by like eight votes. It's, it's an ugly thing that should go away. We cannot, as Democrats, make more of a problem. Create a, create a solution when there is no problem as it were. Stop introducing technology when you don't need it, especially when it comes to something that is so arcane as a caucus. And that's, that's to me, that's where the problem is. We made something worse when we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, I checked out on this because, like, you know, Joe pointed out, and I'm saying now, the coverage... The media coverage, we all agree on this. The media coverage, is it was just stupid. Absolutely, monumentally stupid. And I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I went to my typical haunts today to see if there was anything I could get. And it was just, it was just an onslaught. It was just an absolute onslaught. No mention of anything else. You know, except Claire McCaskill's tweet, you know, and yeah, and it's like, fuck off for real. This, this whole, and and, and let's get back to this. You see, the media feeding frenzy about this, this Iowa nonsense has been going on for decades now, okay, because Mm -hmm. it's the first 
indication, the first real indication of how voters are going to actually vote. It's not a poll. You know, it's not a speculation. It's not a pundit. It's not a, a Gallup poll. It's it's the first vote. Yeah. But it's an imperfect vote. But they make two. And you're right. You're tying this all together, Ken, is, is that it's the media frenzy around an irrelevant, really irrelevant vote. It doesn't matter who, who wins Iowa, except all these pundits who want to extrapolate from a stupid, undemocratic and unrepresentative uh, 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 process. Okay, in an unrepresentative unrep- state, and extrapolate what happens there right to the convention. Now, if Bernie Sanders wins this, he's unstoppable. That's bullshit. That's not true. See, when you say that's bullshit and the media says that, I've actually heard I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say yay media, but I have heard people out there bring up the point that I think it was since 2000 or 2004. The the Democratic winner of Iowa has not gone on to win the party's nomination. It's, well, I don't think Clinton that... Did. I thought Bernie won that by eight points. No, Clinton won. Anyway, can let me finish my point. Because it's my larger point here. I don't think Iowa is that important. I, I know the media wants it to be that important, and the reason why is for the things that you just said. It's a feeding frenzy. I have found over the past 10 years to, I I just, I ignore Iowa. And the reason why I ignore Iowa is because usually once other states finally start to be able to jump in and make their opinion, things calm, they do calm down. They, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not just the media. It's, it's also the people. It's also people. But people, people are led by the media. Vote. People are led by the media. And what I'm saying is all I hear today, all I've been hearing all, all last week is that, oh boy, if Biden doesn't doesn't win Iowa, he's going to lose New Hampshire, and then he's going to lose Nevada. And today I heard somebody say that after, after, after South Carolina, he's going to drop out that night. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. It is for for pundits to, and and people to be speculating that he that on the night of the S- South Carolina primary, if he loses that primary, he will drop out that night is ridiculous. No one knows what what's going to happen. What about March third, Super Tuesday, when a large block of delegates will be and and that's what we're talking about here, delegates. Right, Super Tuesday comes March third. What happens then? What what if what if he sweeps Super Tuesday? What if Bloomberg does? You know, yeah. Well, so what I'm saying to the media is shut up because yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. Shut your fucking holes. Uh, right. So anyway, anyway, we got it's break time. So uh, yeah, it's up in the air what you guys want to talk about when we come back. Um, but yeah, we do have to hit a break. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. 
gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. This is a can of Campbell's Soup. There's in the can of Campbell's Soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's Soup. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. My cat's insane. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide, the Tuesday edition for February 4th, 2020. Um, yeah, Tennessee, he is the sweetest little angel kid. Unless he is a demon from hell. <laughs> <laughs> he is nuts. He is nuts, nuts, nuts. And, you know, he used to have nuts. They were, they were very nice. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but I, I think they might've left like a quarter nut inside of him or something like that when they fixed him, because he's just not, you know, not because he's doing anything sexual, but he's just bonkers. There he is. If you just heard a big thud, that was just him. Just, I don't know, smacking his head into a door or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. He's just bonkers. Right? Mr. Bonkers. Right? Crazy pants. And he'll, and he talks like. When I get home from work, you know those videos like the goats who talk to people and they're like, meh, 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 meh. That's him when I come home. He's like, he's like meow, 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 meow. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what you're saying, dude, but it's kind of cool. Um, but, but yeah, so Tennessee is a fucking lunatic. You're a, you're a lunatic, my friend. Um, and he's my buddy. He is my buddy. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm you know, he is, he's a pleasurable cat um and of course a couple other pleasurable cats uh rain from for freedom's blog for fleetum's blog (laughs) for freedom's blog washington dc the beltway bear of the swamp welcome back meow meow and joe santors is is tennessee playing with the the aluminum ball that you made for him? I, I literally think he just pushed it under my dresser. Uh, and, and now it's, uh, it's I'm not going to get that out until I decide to pull it out and sweep behind it and collect all oh. of the various hair ties and 
you know, uh, milk jug rings and things like that that have been deposited <laughs> under there by cats. You know, coins, whatever, you know. Well, we'll do our eventual dust bunny purge uh, from behind all the furniture, and I'm sure I'll be like, oh, there's that foil ball I made on 2-4-2020 for Tennessee. I should have <laughs> written the date on a scrap of paper and rolled it up inside of it. Um, that's what I'll do from now on. Uh, but yeah, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, welcome back to you as well. Yeah, it'd be like a message in a bottle. Right. Yeah, message in some foil. But, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, kind of like yeah. just about everything on Infowars, you know, uh, except it's in a foil hat. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, th- this again. It, I think I think the the common common denominator here right now with all of this shit with the caucus is that the press is just being pretty gross. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and and sometimes, you know, it, we'll just have to let them have a cool down. You know, you you do you. <laughs> it, it's almost like they, they're just like, oh, this will get Fox News viewers. You know, it's like they, they, they're... They're like, oh, okay, well, Fox is going to get make major bank off of this, talking about this on all their shows, so... So we better do it too, you know. Trying to find that that drama that makes us all look bad as a party. But anyway, we don't do not have to dwell on that. Um, yeah. So uh, here's here's the good uh, thing, and yeah, here's yeah. the thing that everybody should remember: this was not a breakdown. <clears throat> in in. And please understand what I'm saying, because I'm talking about the caucus and how, you know, I'm not talking about how to change the caucus. But this was not a breakdown in how the votes were counted. The votes are being counted. And that is really the most important thing. Like, I would be losing my shit if we had fucking voting machines that broke down in the middle or an electric outage. Yeah. You know, we're going to get an accurate count of what happened in Iowa. And I think that's important. Even if uh, you I hate concur. the caucus, I want to see that thing go the way of the dodo bird. As a matter yeah. of fact, I would trade the dodo bird, get, get some DNA, bring the dodo bird back, <laughs> and get rid of the caucus. Where, you, where should we get that DNA? Well, at, at a dodo DNA. bird DNA store. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, they have them. I think we have an outlet store. It's a, that's we have one of those in the outlet mall. <laughs> outlet, DD, <laughs> Toto Birdie DNA. Well, we got to be careful. Don't get the RNA. I, oh yeah, I yeah. Would not, I did that. I would once not before. be surprised if somebody saved Toto Bird DNA. Yeah, you know there might there's probably some some somewhere out there, but you know like Joe said at a store. Um. <laughs> But um, uh, now, now, that, now you're making me think we should make a we should make a skit where we just talk about all a bunch of different uh, outlet stores. Can you imagine that they they might have a MAGA outlet store once Trump uh, is out of office? Yeah, it's going to be called Trump Hotel. <laughs> there you go. I gotta go. I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to uh, uh, here. All right. 
I'm doing something else while we talk. So. Are your hands free, Kenny? Uh, one is holding a little tiny paintbrush. Oh my God. So yeah, I'm doing some, I'm doing a little touch up painting cause I can do this in talk. Uh, it's not the first night I've done it, but, uh, sometimes, you know, I, I gotta be careful though, because then I miss out on valuable rim shots or, you know, the A train, what have you. Uh, don't want to be negligent in my duties. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think it's, it's way too easy to take what the press is doing way too serious. And, 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 and that will translate into just, you know, having a bad day, <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, but I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, again, the caucus sucks. I, I agree. It should go away. We should, we should absolutely, you know, you know, let's start having this conversation, you know, after this primary is done, what are we going to do to fix it? But it's so easy to let think something like that just go away and, and, you know, and it doesn't become a pro it's like we procrastinate and it doesn't become, it's not something that's that anybody takes seriously. And you know what? Our leadership in the, in the democratic party should have been taking this shit seriously for, you know, well, I don't know, four years. Well, let me ask, I, I want to ask a serious question to, to you two and, and to anybody in the chat room. Um, is it up to the national leadership, the DNC, to decide whether or not Iowa has a caucus? Or is that something that's left up to Iowa? That is something I don't know, but... I am I am of the... You know, I've, I kind of get the feeling that this is Iowa's decision. It's actually the state's decision when to hold their primary. In fact, both Iowa and New Hampshire have... Like I mentioned earlier, laws on the well, books, state laws on the books that say they must be the first in the country. And it's interesting that you bring that up, but it also doesn't answer my other question. You bringing that up, I remember, I think it was the last general election, Florida, or maybe it was the one before that, Florida decided to move itself up into the primary system, and they got punished for it. Yeah. But... Is it Iowa's decision to hold a caucus or a primary? Hmm. That's what I was asking. It's a good question, and I don't, I don't have an answer to it myself. Well, let's look. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it, except I sort of just wish that we would have one primary day. It says here that uh, political parties in Iowa have had caucuses since the 1800s. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's see. I'm just reading Wikipedia. After the 1968 yeah. Democratic National Convention, what protest activity, Democratic Party leaders decided to make changes to their presidential nomination process by spreading out the schedule in each state. Bad move. Because Iowa had a complex process of pre precinct caucuses, county conventions, district conventions, and a state convention, they chose to start early. I guess because it's complicated. In 72, Iowa was the first state to hold its Democratic caucus. 72. And it had the first Republican caucus four years later. 
under Iowa law, political parties are required to hold caucuses every two years to select delegates to county conventions and party mm -hmm. committees. So it looks like the caucus uh, uh, the caucus tradition goes back to the 1800s, but it looks like they started going first. If I read that right in 1972. Yeah, but because it also of the sounds complexity, the complexity of the process. It also sounds like it's from what I heard you read. It is a state law that Iowa yeah, it is. holds caucuses. So that you, Iowa you, goes first. You also read caucus. They passed a law about the caucuses. And, and, yeah, and hold caucuses every two years, right? So it's up to Iowa to change the system. I know it's really freaking mm -hmm. annoying about this. Yeah, just like it's up to New Hampshire to change, and they're not going to change because well, they want it first. It, yeah, and it could be. Well, I guess uh, I guess that would be up to the parties then. But that's well, like, like Rick said, the parties could punish them, but mm -hmm. they can't stop them. Like no. Florida could move themselves up to January first. They, they, Florida could say, "I'm gonna, we're gonna have our primary on New Year's Day." I, I somebody but, here in the chat, correct me, but I, for some reason, and I, I may be wrong. I'm often wrong, but for some reason, I thought it was during the whole in in the 2016 election. They, they, Florida moved their primary up, and their delegates were not counted. And I do remember Bernie Bernie supporters really being pissed about that, and probably Clinton supporters too. I I see no reason for either one of the candidates to be pissed to not be pissed. Yeah, but it's up to the state. It's up to the state to do that. Now, it seems to me that. Here on, on this Super Tuesday, and this is one of the reasons why I really do think more candidates, were, are even, even cash-strapped ones, will stay in the race. Having California finally moving up from June until Super Tuesday is going to make a really big difference. So it seems to me that any of the states behind Super Tuesday, like mine, I live, I live well, Sandy will back me up. I live in Maryland, not a Super Tuesday state anymore. Virginia, I was. Um, it would seem like all the states behind Super Tuesday would might be more inclined to move up. Not ahead, but up. And again, we're talking about the what ifs, you know, as opposed to what happened in Iowa. We're talking about the what ifs. But if those states moved up, all of the states on Super Tuesday become way more important than than Iowa. And Iowa is a small delegate state. Yeah. Like literally, this is what I was getting at earlier. It's it's just <clears throat> the winner of Iowa and and to a certain extent in my opinion, New Hampshire, that's like you know, uh, just crowing rights like yay i won yeah so those can the candidates that win can go back to their donors and say yes i've got a viable shot but i think this year super tuesday is going to make a really big difference well, especially i hope with so. california moving up and it's march 3rd so it comes very very quickly yes I mean, we have New Hampshire next Tuesday, and then next Saturday, I think, is South Carolina. And that is, that's a big state, too. <clears throat> so, 
South Carolina to me. Well, South Carolina is going to be telling for Joe Biden because his whole thing is that he has control or not control, but the the vast support of uh, African Americans. Mm-hmm. So there's 60% of the voters in South Carolina are African American. So that's where people like who have traditionally had problems with African-American voters like Buttigieg and Sanders and to a degree uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, is, you know, that's where is probably what they call uh, Joe Biden's firewall. Yeah. If he loses South Carolina, he's going to have trouble raising money. But that's a stretch to say he's going to lose South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he wins South Carolina, then, you know, off to the races. Mm-hmm. You know, this thing goes right up to Super Tuesday, and then Super Tuesday is going to be that much more important. You know, what, what, I, what I'm getting aggravated with is, is counting any candidate out at this point, no matter what happens yesterday or today or what happens in New Hampshire next week, that's not going to – or Nevada. That's not the if – that, if that was the case, then – We'll have those three primaries and then have the convention in July. I mean, it's ridiculous when the biggest yeah. states don't 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 the biggest primary cash comes March third. After March third, let's take a look at what the landscape looks like. That's all I'm saying. And you know, if we had a national primary, if we all voted in May sometime, all fifty states, Democrats and Republicans, one day. 50 states, done. There's your nominee. That would be something. That would be like winning lotto. But, but and, and it would be less expensive. You you know, you campaign up until that date, and it's over. Yeah, yeah the convention it's a show thing. Yeah. It might even help get the money a little bit more out of politics. Sure. Since they're not doing this big spread out long game the way they're doing it, you know? Where you have to travel to Iowa starting two years ahead of time. Yeah. And then, then let's all we, we, for two years, we've been hearing nothing but Iowa. And now, as of, to, as of last night, everybody was on planes to New Hampshire. I mean, it's ridiculous. This whole thing's nuts. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, so yeah, I mean,. Again, I, I think the big, you know, the biggest goddamn problem right now is, well, I mean, two biggest problems, really. Three biggest problems, really. <laughs> uh, okay, four <laughs> biggest four, problems. Four. All right, no, no, no. We'll go with three. The, the, the biggest problem right now is we got to stay focused because, you know, there, you know, Trump's a, a threat. He's been a threat. He still is a threat. Yes. Um, it, you know, he is he is harming this nation every second. He is in the Oval Office or, or sharding his way down to Mar-a-Lago or whatever. Secondly, the press needs to keep their britches on and stop trying to, you know, stop being, you know, apologetic for Trump, you know, in... in, in you know, it's very real that he's been impeached. Sure, he'll be acquitted by the crooked Senate. We all already knew that. Um, but, you know, but first, you know, and I guess I had a third point, but maybe it was all wrapped up into that. But, you know, it, 
it's just you know the I, 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 oh and the money and the money you know and, and you know if we redo these systems if we have a real concerted effort to say look let's knock this fucking drama off and actually try and make this a, a real democratic productive you know uh, a, a way of figuring out who our candidates are maybe just maybe we could try and get a little bit of the money out of the out of the equation and that way we don't have you know i mean it's the money's never going to go away but it it would be nice if something like this if there was a step in the right direction with having which means we need to take back the senate which yeah. means in the end we need to we need to take back the senate and yeah. the white house and exactly. keep the house because we've got the laws passed in the House. I, I, I know everybody here knows this, but we've got the laws to stop this kind of thing from happening in yeah. the House. We can Absolutely. repass it if it doesn't, you know, you know, if it expires the next <clears throat> Congress. We can do this again. We can do this. We have to take, we got to get rid of fucking Mitch McConnell. And I've used the F word a lot tonight. I fucking approve. It's rolling off my tongue yeah. like spit. You know, you know, it's always funny when, when somebody, like, you know, I know, I know we haven't had a guest on in forever, but, like, a guest is like, oh, I can swear on the show? <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah, you can. You can say whatever the fuck you want. So. I, I try to be, I do try to be, I don't even know why the fuck I in try. The, in this day and age, what's the use? <sighs> What's the yeah. use? I mean, you know, they have to take back the Senate. So all this stuff, I, I don't know. We just, God, God. The media has been the media forever. Yeah. Also, by the way. Oh, I know. You know, I know. it's it's been it's been it's been awful. I'm just saying, hey, you still want to be, you know, Jake Tapper and, you know, everybody on CNN, MSNBC, wherever you are, you like being called the enemy of the people, you like having bombs sent to you, keep on doing news the way you're doing fucking news. Well, well you know, the thing is, they launch, they, they latch on to a narrative, and today's narrative, and I mentioned, I, I mentioned this in the chat, in our production chat earlier, now, today's narrative was Trump is winning. Trump is winning. Trump is winning. Yeah. He's having a great day. He's having a great week. Uh, uh, his his poll, no, his, his approval rating is up to 49%. Well, you know, okay, let's, let, let's, uh, he's going to be acquitted. Uh, this debacle, he's, and, and this is what really got under my skin, that he's saying, oh, they can't even count, uh, they can't even count. Uh, heads in a gymnasium. How are they going to run a country? Really? Yeah. At least that, they didn't bankrupt. That irritated me too. At, at least they didn't he bankrupt. Needs to shut the fuck up about our exactly, party. exactly. You're, you know, first He's, of all, let's stop president. listening to this bully, okay? And what he utters and the, and the shit that comes out of his mouth and his ass and whatever, okay? Who cares what he says? We're, but but they they repeat this stuff. And saying how bad this is for Democrats. Well, when you say things like that, remind people at the same time that he bankrupt three casinos, okay? A business where the house always wins. How do you do that? You have to be super incompetent to bankrupt the casino, okay? 
So let's yep. get off the nonsense that the Democrats are incompetent because an app failed. Okay, we went through this. Remember what? what remember way back when when uh, Obamacare went online? Yeah, remember? yeah. Oh yeah. And, and the, yeah, the site was, crashed. Uh, Trump oh my God! They were pulling. Tweets. They were pulling their hair out. That the oh the the C C C. This is. And here we go. Here we go. I don't know if you read anyone reads the the Washington Post, but here we go again with this with. with and I'm, you know, Mark Thiessen, what do you expect? He's a nut. But had his op-ed, the Iowa caucus yeah. disaster was a democratic socialism in action. No, it wasn't. It was an app that screwed up. Yeah. Okay? That's what happened. It wasn't mind, democratic nationalism that's in action. That's also an op-ed column. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is, but they pick up on this. I saw it on MSNBC today. That the Democrat, you know, I saw all these these people from reporters from the New York Times on MSNBC, from the Washington Post saying, "Oh, you know, it gives him it gives him a talking point." And da, 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 da. well, don't give him the talking point. You give him the talking point. He says this nonsense, but you don't point out that he bankrupt the casino. Yeah. You well, don't. You don't point out. You know. I mean, I'm not defending gotta, him, but if he's a conservative, that's not his job to point that out. Yeah. No, no, well, I, I would not talking about. Thyssen, I'm talking about the, the reporters from the Washington Post, like Phil, Phil Phil Rucker and those people were on today saying how this looks bad for the Democrats. And oh, it doesn't look bad that the guy tried to cheat the election yeah. in 2020, right? Well, it just pisses me off. You know, I understand. They'll launch onto any narrative, any narrative to 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 do the both side thing. You know, anything to do the both side thing. They're right. so afraid that they're not not fucking balanced. All right. Sorry. That's all right. Green News Report coming up. We'll be right back to... Okay. Uh, we'll rant and rave some more after the break. So And do some name calling. Right. So it's okay. I appreciate it, Joe. We'll be right We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, February 4, 2020. The Migratory Bird Treaty Act has been credited in saving millions if not billions of birds. Not anymore. Trump administration rolls back protections for birds. Monarch butterfly conservationists found dead in Mexico. New emails confirm Trump White House lied about Hurricane Dorian and Sharpie Gate. Plus, electric cars shift into high gear in the Super Bowl. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You want to see a bird graveyard? You just go. Take a look. A bird graveyard? Go under a windmill someday. You'll see more birds than you've ever seen ever in your life. And yet, you're killing the Migratory Bird Treaty Act of 1918. Sounds like you want to kill the birds, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, for a guy who uses Twitter so much, 
Donald Trump sure does seem like he wants to kill a lot of birds. Yes, yes, he does. While President Trump frequently spouts ridiculous lies about the wind industry and bird deaths, the truth is that exponentially more birds are killed by house cats, buildings, and oil and gas projects oh, than are killed by wind farms. Now the Trump administration is showing its concern for birds by weakening the rules that once protected them. In yet another environmental rollback favoring the oil and gas industry, the Trump administration has moved to eliminate penalties and fines for industries that killed migratory birds under the 100-year-old Migratory Bird Treaty Act. The new rule now only holds companies liable if they explicitly intended to kill birds. In other words, if you say you didn't mean to, it's okay. Well, that's the same defense he's used for impeachment, so why not? Conservation groups say U.S. bird populations are already declining from lack of enforcement. A New York Times reports internal agency documents show the administration has been actively discouraging companies from taking even minimal precautions to prevent bird deaths, and federal wildlife officials have mostly stopped investigating it. Somebody really ought to give him the bird. Remember Sharpie Gate last September? Yes, I do. That's when Trump used a marker to alter an official map forecasting the path of Hurricane Dorian in order to justify his bizarre false claim that Alabama was somehow threatened, and then the White House doubled down rather than just admitting Trump made a mistake. Yeah, that sounds like him. That map we used today looked like it almost had like a Sharpie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I drew a Sharpie around the state of Alabama. I don't know. I don't know. Now, new internal emails released in a public records filing show that, yes, the map was doctored, Trump was lying, and the White House knew it all along. Knock me over with a feather. The emails also show how those lies roiled the nation's weather agencies as Trump political appointees criticized weather agency staff and scientists for contradicting the president. In one email, Top NOAA official Craig McLean warned of long-term consequences of the administration's actions, quote, eroding the public trust in NOAA. But consequences for the president misleading the public about a weather forecast? Probably not. Well, there's never consequences for this president for anything, silly you. Meanwhile, some very disturbing news in Mexico, where authorities are investigating the apparent murders of two defenders of a monarch butterfly sanctuary that all occurred within a single week in the central Mexican state of Michoacan, the wintering grounds for millions of the iconic and increasingly threatened monarch butterflies. Officials are investigating whether the deaths of the advocates are connected to their work in environmental conservation. The Washington Post reports that illegal loggers tied to Mexico's criminal underworld have frequently clashed with conservationists who had succeeded in banning logging from the butterfly sanctuaries. Finally, Super Bowl 2020 is over, but the ads may have signaled a cultural shift. Super Bowl ads featuring electric vehicles used to be rare, but not anymore. For the first time, not one, not two, but four automakers spent millions to promote their electric cars during the Super Bowl. NBA star LeBron James repped an all-electric Hummer, and actress Maisie Williams of HBO's Game of Thrones sped past traffic jams, gas stations, and gas guzzlers in Audi's new all-electric SUV, all the while belting out the hit song from the movie Frozen. Yeah, she was singing Let It Go. I don't actually understand what that meant, but... I was very happy to see all of those electric car ads. In fact, I was able to count the car ads that weren't for electric vehicles. 
I think I saw maybe one or two. Exactly. And these ads appear to mark a significant marketing shift for major car makers. According to the New York Times, last year the auto industry spent more than $8 billion in advertising in the United States, but less than one half of 1% of that went to promote electric vehicles. Every car maker has plans to add electric vehicles to their lineups. Maybe now they'll actually try to sell them. Yeah. Pro tip. Good time to get rid of your gas guzzler, at least if you want to ever get any money for it. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, now they know. This is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, the uh, the Big Macs are great, the quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, I think the food's good, and I eat it very carefully. You know, I do as good as, as, as well as I can, but... Um, I think all of those places, Burger King, McDonald's, I can, I can live with them. I had the other night, I had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not the worst thing in the world. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States. Ah, the old shard of the union uh, speech. Everybody remembers that oldie, but that's so goody. Uh, and of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. I'm back. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Swamp, the Bubble. Sorry about Welcome the hot back. mic. Uh, I did hear beer tasting. Oh, yum! That, well, hey, that, that's that's a treat. Um. So, um. And of course, Joe. Joe's going to do name calling here momentarily. And uh, uh, Joe, I think uh, I, I just uh, the shard of the union has inspired me. I think we should we should give um, give everybody a fast food item uh, from from oh, a fast okay. food menu. You like that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. so th- that could work. So, uh, all right, our guy Tuesday. You ready to uh, ready to go? Only if we play my theme. Uh, yeah. Go up to Scranton with me. A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. We could jam and Joe's garage. Better, kid, don't you like clowns? And, All uh, right, let's uh, get straight to the biscuits. There we go. <clears throat> Are we giving out biscuits? I don't think biscuits. Um, well, yeah, I could. I have one biscuit I could give out. Okay, so okay. Let's see. First in line, Adam Hebert. The made-from-scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit, new at Hardee's. There we go. Okay, Adam, you got it. <laughs> I don't know why you got it, but you got it. Bobber. Oh, Bobber. let's see. Oh. Bobber, fast food. Beer dipped chicken nuggets. <laughs> from where? It has to be from a certain restaurant. Does it have to? Yeah. Oh, it has to be real. Yeah, it's okay. going to be real. Let's see. What would I get, Bobber? Bobber, uh, let's see. Um, uh, okay, you go ahead, Rain. Maybe you know what he eats. I'm, oh, God. I want to go with Panda Express tofu dipped in Szechuan sauce. All right. Of course, it's going to be the healthiest thing on the thing. No, it's Panda Express. <laughs> no. It's tofu. No, it's not. I just want to give him Panda Express because nothing it's from there tofu. is it's tofu. Okay. I I tried Psych to like I, I tried to like tofu. Psych IDC. Mm. You you gonna do Psy Guy, Joe? Let's give. Yeah, I'll do Psy Guy. I I'm just gonna. Let's see. Oh, I'm gonna give a Kentucky Fried Chicken side to him. Uh, coleslaw, two sides, coleslaw and uh, mashed potatoes. Okay. From KFC. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, that's pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah, Francie. Francie, she gets a Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. All right, we have Heather. I'm gonna go with the McRib. Oh, nice. they don't—they're not around a lot, so. No, there's a seasonal thing. That's right. It's, it's special. Just like our okay. listeners. Um, next is. Is Heather? I, I thought you just I'm did Heather. Heather. We just yeah. She got oh. the McRib. Did we do? I thought we did Francie. No, I gave her oh, the Crunchwrap. I, I did the yeah, Crunchwrap Supreme. Okay, then we're up to Jay Collie. Jay Collie. Uh, let's see. How about a Burger King breakfast burrito? Oh. You mean the uh, oh huh? god? What do they call that? Um, it's called the Egnormous burrito. The Egnormous burrito. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. That's uh that's Jake Holly. Okay, cat. Cats. I will give to cats. Um. Uh oh, baconator fries from Wendy's. Ooh. Ooh. Wendy's okay. fries are not that good, uh, so it ain't really a prize. Okay, well, 
Give yourself something, Kenny, because you're next. Oh, oh no, we should give it to him. Oh, 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 Chris. We should really give it to him. <laughs> so I'm going to give Kenny, um, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was the Kentucky Fried Chicken Sandwich that was chicken on top of chicken filled with cheese. That was the double. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was called the double, double something. Yeah, basically. And it was bacon yeah. in the middle. Yeah, it was yeah, like, it was like bacon it was and a cheese chicken sandwich. With it was chicken. a heart attack. It was. Yeah, it was like two pieces of chicken. It's no joke, Jack. In the middle. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ken Senior. Dad, I'm gonna give him. Uh, I'm not gonna be cruel to my dad. I'm gonna give him oh. a, an Arby's original roast beef. That is nice. I'm a good son. Yeah. Although, don't eat one of those, Dad, because it's probably not on your diet. Nah. I, I wouldn't do that. In fact, I wouldn't have any fast food for you, Ken Sr. Don't do it. He did have the okay, Impossible cool Whopper a while ago. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, you're next for... Cool Donald? black dude. And I, I'm next. Well. I'll give... I'm gonna give Cool Black Dude a sandwich. Uh, oh, I'll give him a uh, uh, what do they call those? Amazing burgers. Impossible Whopper. I thought Kenny. Impossible Whopper. Didn't you I like, like those, them. Ken? Yeah, I do. Okay. I prefer regular Whoppers, though. Susan really likes the Impossible <laughs> Whoppers, though. <laughs> but they're good. I've had them, and Cool Black Dude just got one. Oh, so there. So, and all right. Who's next? Okay, next on our list of fast food people is me. I've got. Can I? Can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, sure. go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. with the the Pizza Hut cheeseburger stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> with what topping? Uh, pepperoni, lamb, lamb, lamb. Can I have lamb chop? Lamb and feta. (laughs) You see, okay, it's also made (laughs) of biscuits. It's all the biscuits all together. I'm gonna put put the picture in the chat room. Lamb feta and romaine lettuce. All right, who's next? Okay, so we have uh, next is me. Oh goodness. Um, a Popeye's chicken sandwich because fuck fish fi- or Chick Fil A. Yeah. Okay, good. I've yeah. had the Popeye's chicken sandwiches and, and they're pretty damn good too. Ah. So let's see. We have Michelle in South Florida. She won't like That's anything. You give her. Oh, is it me? Is it me? Um, I'm gonna yes, go with Michelle and so. Okay, I'm going to go with... I can't remember the name of it, but it was that McDonald's burger that you got, like, two halves of it. McDLT. Yes, the McDLT. 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 You remember that, right? Yeah, it was it. Keep the hot side hot. Keep the hot side hot. Keep the cool side cool. (laughs) There What's his is. name? George Costanza, the the Jason Alexander, uh, George Costanza <laughs> yes. did the 
did the ads for those. Okay. <laughs> and although Miles isn't here, we'll give Miles something. Let's see. Uh, Miles. I'll give him a Subway BMT. Ooh. Let's see. Let's see Italian. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, then we it'll go on to uh, Moon Mare. I think uh, Moon Mare. Okay, okay, Moon Mare. Um, I'll give Moon Mare a nachos chips with beans from Chipotle. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's just nachos and beans. Cheese, meat, vegetables, sour cream, and salsa. Okay. How's that? Okay. And E. coli. Right. Oh boy, <laughs> that's what? extra. That's extra. That's ten cents extra. What do you call it? President. I got one. Can All I... right. Go ahead. Yeah. Tim Hortons. Go. I looked this up. This is pretty gross. Tim okay. Hortons Buffalo Crunch Donut. <laughs> Made with real buffalo. It's buffalo sauce on a donut. God damn it. <laughs> God, stop. Okay. Rain, no, Rain, kidding. Rain has given the ultimatum that people not fuck with pizza. I'm gonna give the ultimatum. <laughs> don't fuck with donuts. Thank you, Kenny. You can make art with donuts if you want, but don't be stupid about it. It's buffalo sauce flavored donuts. God with damn pearls. it! Oh, God fuck. damn it! It has a buffalo lava sauce pit. That, I knew I'd bring you around. That ain't right. <laughs> that ain't not. right. <laughs> Michelle said no, she would have rather had a, a milkshake, by the way, but you know, you can't have a milkshake around I here. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. Yeah. Yes, you can't Buffalo have a Buffalo crunch donuts. I'm going to burn a Tim Hortons to the ground. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go on to uh, uh, Rain. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna me. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give you a uh, a vanilla McCafe shake. How's that? Well, those are terrible. Double Whopper with cheese. I've okay. <laughs> Why don't you just give her a pizza, <laughs> Pizza Hut pizza with uh, whatever awful toppings you can think of? Pineapple, the hamburger pizza. House pizza with hamburger with and pineapple. Cheese. I have to get the picture of it. I, I'm working on it. My computer is slow. I'll take it. All right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> okay. Here it here it here it comes, people. Video. Yeah, and re- and and. Uh. And Michelle is also right. Maple bacon donuts are fine. That's fine. That's fun. Bacon goes Those very well. Bacon goes very well with sweet, especially maple. But when you, because who, who, who here hasn't had pancakes with bacon or sausage and dip that meat in the in that lovely I, maple syrup? I agree with that. So so yeah, that's that's fine. But when you start fucking around with hot sauce. Buffalo sauce and and God damn it, are they doing chicken in there too? Oh my God! It's I, like I'll get to that picture it's too like, if you want, sir. It's like the Luther. Have you guys heard of the Luther? Oh yes, yes. No, no. 
That is so wrong. No, I have. It's like the no. Mc- no, yeah, the Luther. The, the Luther, allegedly named after Luther Vandross. It it is. <clears throat> I and think it was an Atlanta staple. It was. It's like a, a cheeseburger sandwiched between two Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They sell those at the stadium where I go. Yeah. Is, is it right? Is it right next to the EMT? They, they want somebody else to buy the seats after you have a heart attack. They yeah, or do they set well, they up right actually, next to the EMT they, station? They come with a medicated stint. What can <laughs> I tell you? You consider it yourself. There you go. Okay, we have three more Where to go. Theo J. I think I'm going to give Theo J. Uh, a Wendy's Baconator. How's that? Oh, okay. Just a regular burger then? <laughs> a Wendy's Baconator, not a regular Well, yeah. Well, burger. I gave the Baconator fries Baconator. earlier. So you're giving the Baconator burger. I gave the Baconator fries. Burger. Just want to be clear on that. <clears throat> okay. So now we have like a side dish and the main entree. Okay. okay. Tim Coromal. Oh, okay. Let me let me have Tim. Let me have Tim. Okay, you got Tim. You take Tim. I'm gonna give you a sack of White Castle sliders. (laughs) Oh. He probably didn't laugh at that. (laughs) Those are belly bombs. We'll ship them from Columbus. Okay, this this is the last fast food recipient of the night. Trojan Rabbit. All right. Just in time I for think, the music. Well, to he gets two, right? Doesn't well, he? Well, you could give him yeah, two. I think he deserves the Taco Bell croissant taco. What? Yes. Never fucking heard of a Taco Bell croissant. I, I wouldn't make this up. Would I lie? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another picture incoming. Incoming. Taco Bell croissant. Uh, Tim, yeah, t- Tim Cormel said, insert uh, um, vomit sound here for the White Castle. <laughs> well, the, that's the great thing is the, sa- <laughs> the sack full of sliders also doubles as a vomit bag. <sighs> when you, is that, you're done? That, yeah. Okay, hold on a second, Rain. One, Hold on one doggone second. That's just wrapped in foil. I don't see any indicator that that's Taco Bell. All right, I'll send you the link. Mm. <clears throat> is it a breakfast item? It's a breakfast huh? item? It's a breakfast Here's item. Here's what it says. On one hand, you could see this creation is a creative way to mix a croissant, sauces, cheese, and egg into a, an easy-to-shovel-into-your-mouth breakfast delight. Unfortunately, Taco Bell fell a bit short on its short on this one, and it isn't its weirdness that lands in on the list of fast-food menu. It's the flavor and texture. Oh. The All croissant right. shell lacks. They went into a whole entire. So it doesn't exist anymore. The... No. Oh, was, right. did I cheat? Well, I'm not calling you a cheater, but I don't think you were playing right fair. Okay, well then we can go <laughs> I'm with just the kidding. Donuts glazed donut breakfast sandwich. I'm just which kidding. Is a lot like the Luther. Yes, I'm just I'm just teasing. I didn't say it. It could couldn't be discontinued. I was just messing with you. I mean, there so. is some. Just, I, I'm sorry. To me, the Tim Hortons Buffalo Crunch Donut is that the is grossest. Hot bullshit. That's what that is. Hot piping steaming bullshit. 
Uh, yeah, so there you go, everybody. I sure hope you liked your fast food snacks there. Yeah. So Francie says, I love White Castle, so pass that sack of burgers to me. <laughs> All right. I'll go have these with you, Francie, because I, I like those sicko things, too. One man's barf bag is another man's sack of burgers. You would, I don't, I don't, I th- I think you guys all know me pretty well on this show. I, I, I love, I love a lot of fast food. I don't eat a lot of it because Susan does not approve of that. <laughs> but I love me some fast food. And I'm the cook of the house, you know? I mean, I like making good food. I like good food, but I love fast food, man. Yeah, we went, we went to White Castle, um, Last year, up in we were staying with friends of ours up in Harlem. God bless. It's not the same. It's not this. I used to love. Well, nothing's the same. I mean, no fast food's really the same anymore. I mean, it's all, all the ingredients. You know, everything tastes different. I remember I used to love rallies. Last time I went to rallies, I wanted to vomit. You know, it's like. But there are some quality items out there in fast food places. A, A point, in case. Uh, Popeyes really did. They outdid themselves with that that sandwich. They, you know, there were some delays on it coming out and everything, but you know what? They got it right, and it's damn good. So, One of my favorite fast food um, dishes is actually Wendy's chili. Oh God, yes, God, yes, yeah. Wendy's chili. Uh, I yes, yes, I modeled yes, yes. my my award winning chili after Wendy's chili. Yeah. I love Wendy's excellent. chili. I do too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's that it, it is. I mean, I I have not I I I've been to like sit down restaurants in the area that uh, you know they I've gotten their chili and I'm like it's good, but guess what? Chili chili from Wendy's is still better. You know, it's like it, I don't know what it is. I mean, they they really get the basic ingredients right, and the great thing, the one thing. That they get right with their chili is that 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 a lot of restaurants get wrong, and this is and I know I, I like have chili philosophy because I love it so much and I love making it so much. If you make chili, like the last chili I had from a restaurant that was like it was almost there but it wasn't because I was eating it. And I'm like I taste too much of the individual things as I'm eating it. So yes. it's like, so you have to have the seasoning be the binding uniformity of the of, of what you're cooking. It has to be cooked for the right amount of time so that all of those flavors marry one another in a big, yeah. a giant polygamous or, <laughs> you know, poly, <laughs> a big polyamorous orgy of flavor becomes one in a passionate, you know, orgasmic event of flavor. You know, that's what it has to be. But when I'm eating chili and I'm like, that bean just tasted like I was eating a kidney bean, not a bean out of a bowl of chili, then there's something wrong. Or if that meat just tastes like a piece, I just chewed up a piece of meat, but I don't feel like it came out of chili. You didn't cook it long enough. You didn't season it right or something. But that's that's crucial. That's the science behind chili. Is everything has to, it has to become one. You know, like the Dalai Lama, make me one with everything. That's what he said when he went to a pizza place. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> Dalai Lama is going to make us cook Wendy's chili together, yeah. and we will be one with yeah. the world. Yeah, you heard that joke, though. Dalai Lama goes into a restaurant or a pizza place and says, make me one with everything. <laughs> no, I actually didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, somebody actually told the Dalai Lama that joke on a news channel uh, a few years back, and he was like, that ain't funny. <laughs> Dalai Lama was not impressed with that guy's joke. So um, He has no sense, sense of humor. Yeah. What if I have that? I, I, I think I recorded that way back in the day. Um, the Dalai Lama, huh? I bet you Dolly Parton would like that. No, I don't have it. She might. The, the Dolly, Dolly, the Dolly, the Dolly Parton. Parton. Yeah, she would. <laughs> She's memorific too. So uh, I don't know if you read that story about the, the that one meme that was going around. I guess she was like yeah, the, first the Instagram, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, Tinder, and the Tinder. Yeah, she was I like the first. That was hysterical. Big celebrity to do it. So. Um, but anyway, all right. Well, it is time to go to break. But uh, I didn't know if there, here if there was any birthdays. If there's any birthdays out there, let me know uh, in the chat room, and we'll address them when we come back. But yeah, you, I I can tell it's warm there, Rain, because I'm hearing sirens and motorcycles yes. and everything. I love it. Window, I love it. I'm jealous. Windows open. It's it's still it's what eight now. It's nine o'clock. It's still sixty degrees here. Beautiful. It was about ridiculous. sixty. It was about sixty here the other day. So, and uh, sorry that, about all the sirens. Oh uh, well, stop being a criminal, Rain, and then maybe I'll accept your apology. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to the break. We'll be back with more. Turn up the night. Um, oh, I suppose I should find a bumper right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody! We're walking more! Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. I've fallen, and I can't get up! Another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. And is a idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Where's the beef? Welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I love those We're the Beefs commercials. 
Those are Wendy's commercials. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, what's that? I was going to wait for you to introduce us. Oh yeah, and and of course, nice rain from four. Time. Yeah, rain from four freedoms blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the swamp, the bubble. Welcome back. I remember those commercials so much. My favorite was the swim there. Oh wow! Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, quality swim stuff there. there. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and you know, Rain, there was um, an interview with her right at the height of the Where's the Beef uh, thing. And it was like, I think it was probably done by a local affiliate somewhere close to where she lived. But then they ran it on, you know, they syndicated that story for all local news channels on like NBC or CBS or whatever. Uh, and I remember watching the local news or maybe it was the evening news. And it was just a little puff piece and they were interviewing her. I think it was her name Clara or something like that. I, I can't remember the actress's name. Um, that sounds right. But, but they, um, but at the end of the interview, they brought out this gigantic hamburger with a tiny little bun and they presented it to her and she goes, where's the bun? <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny. So anyway, I'd love to see if I could find that on the intertubes, but Joe Santorsa Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. I'm on the inner tubes. Okay, good, good. So here I am. Yeah, and um, but yeah, so um, I don't know. Now, so here's a question for you. We've all, you know, and I know it, we just talked fast food there, and we we could talk the shard of the union, or we could talk about other politics and stuff. But is there? Are there are there some guilty pleasures that you used to have or you still have uh, from a fast food place that, uh, you know, a national chain or or maybe a regional chain or something like that? Is there something that um, we don't know about either one of you, Rain? Well, I, I guilty pleasure. Well, not even guilty pleasure, but just something from a fast food place that you're like, yeah, I'll eat that other than Wendy's chili. Um, well, actually, recently, we decided to go to Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers? Oh, my God. We we ate at Roy Rogers on the way back from your, your party on the frickin' turnpike. I haven't had Roy Rogers in probably 20 years, and it's really, it's still good to me. Uh, I had a burger and fries, and it was just fine. Oh, I had I had the I had the Roy Rogers with the, with the cheese, which is Velveeta. Uh huh. And they still they still have the pickle bar. Yeah. That I remember because I remember we would go there as a kid. So here, this is a memory thing. Sometimes when I was a kid living on Long Island, oh, living on Long Island. Anyway, I actually did live on Long Island, mm -hmm. and Mom would take us shopping, and if we were really good, she would take us to Roy Rogers. And it was amazing going into it at the time because it literally felt like you went into a rodeo. Yeah. It's not like that so much anymore. But no. I, the beef was the, the roast beef was really good. Susan that, is Susan and her folks used to go to Roy Rogers a lot too because I think there was probably one on the way to Maryland to Ocean City or something like that. The, oh. Because what's that big? 
What's that big stop in Pennsylvania? Breezewood, Breezeway. Is it Breezewood? There's a. It's a I huge. It's a huge know. area where. Well, it's like it's like. Well, I guess you wouldn't know if you didn't, you know, go to Ocean City every summer from Ohio. But basically, it was kind of like the first. You know, they drive all morning, and then stop in Breezewood for lunch. You know. And uh, I think that they used to have have a Roy Rogers there or something like that. So, uh, but interesting. So, but yeah, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. If I didn't reintroduce you, um, what what about you? Guilty pleasure uh, or, or something Guilty. you still like to get from once in a get uh, from a restaurant once in a while? Fast food joint. I think if I had a guilty pleasure, it would be McDonald's fries. God, they're good. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they are some yeah. damn good fries. I gotta say. I mean, I'm diabetic, so I'm not supposed to eat a lot of those. Yeah, but if I'm gonna like, like cut a day off my life for <laughs> food, it would be fries. That's the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've I've gone to the extreme as a fast food aficionado to get burgers from Wendy's and fries from McDonald's. Whoa, that's yes. Deep. I've done that. Yeah, I have done that, and I don't blame I, you. I fully endorse that kind of behavior. Yes, yes, I have. I have gotten like a a a, a Burger King Whopper and McDonald's fries. Yeah, because Burger King's fries are bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. Wendy's McDonald's. fries. Wendy's when they did Biggie fries, they were great. But now they're bullshit too. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, when when everything uh, changed over from like the trans fat and all that stuff, McDonald's nailed them. Yeah, or they just like lied to us. <laughs> or that, but they did. They nailed it. Like, because for a while there it was like, oh, this doesn't taste like the. Now it tastes like the McDonald's fries. Yeah, I I like McDonald's fries. Yeah, I'm a big fan there. And if they, if yes. they're not hot and crisp when I get them, they go right back. They go right back. You return you return your fast food. Oh hell oh, yeah! Yes. If, if it's yeah, if it's not done to my satisfaction, if it's slapdash or if it's cold or something like that, hell yeah, you have to. You got to stand oh. up for yourself. Yeah, you can't take cold fries. That's like the worst. Wow. Are you worried about somebody spitting in your food, Rain? Is that why you're you saying uh, I'm tempted? No, fate? I just feel like it's not worth the because it's supposed to be fast food and well, it's, it's not really even yeah. cheap anymore. Oh, okay. Well, so I I usually order from the cheap menu. Yeah, but if you're getting fries, they should be hot and crisp. Well, I haven't had the problem that you guys obviously have had. It's only happened a handful of times because that's the thing. Usually, if if uh, I mean, before you know, if I get fries from from McDonald's, a lot of times they'll be like, "Oh, sorry, we're just waiting for fries," because people know they can count on a decent French fry out of there, so they got to make them constantly. They don't sit around and get mm-hmm. cold. No. You know, now Burger King, they taste like something that fell out of a mummy's butthole. So, you know, those will sit around for a while. They're soggy. That. I don't like soggy <laughs> rice. 
Yeah. I like a fry has to be crisp on the outside, tender on the inside. Mm-hmm. And now before McDonald's. before we moved here, one of my I, and it's not even so much a guilty pleasure. Yeah. I just loved going on road trips, and when I saw a Wawa sign, Wawa, like, I we have to go to Wawa, but now we have a Wawa, like a half a mile from us. But so now I you love can ta- Wawa sandwiches. So now you can talk like a baby close to home. Wawa. <laughs> have you ever been to a Wawa? I never have, no. So, but, they make very, very good sandwiches. And I, I guess it's not technically fast food, but... It. You press this, Joe, you press this, you press this. Wawa. No, there's no Wawa near me. Wawa! No. Wawa! I see what you did there. I love Wawa. It's not even a guilty pleasure. It's it's like their sandwiches are amazing. They have good cold cuts. They have awesome bread. You can just customize what you want. Oh, it's I amazing. Push this, push this, push this. There's your sandwich. Yeah. Don't you remember Mitt Romney talking about Wawa's? No. Oh. Did he would- really? I made a bit for Stephanie Miller about it if you'd like me to play it. Oh my god. I might have heard it and then um oh no. I said it I said it to show me the way because it has wah 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 Oh my god. I, that's kicking Here you go. Here it is. It's queued up. By the way, where do you, where do you get your hoagies here? Do you get them at Wawa's? Wawa's 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 Wawa's. Yes, I remember this. Wawa's. 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 It's amazing. Touch this, touch this, touch this. Go pay the cashier, there's your sandwich. You see, when 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 uh, Frampton says, "I want you to show me the way," Mitt Romney shows him the way to make a sandwich. See, I push this, push this. Go, I remember go pay the that cashier. now. There's your sandwich. So, yep, there it is. Right. When you all come down, we're gonna just do a road trip to the Wawa. Okay. So, <laughs> pile everybody up in the back of Bob's pickup truck. All right, sounds good. I'll, I'll pick a piece of grass to chew on and hang my bare foot off the back of the <laughs> truck. <laughs> we'll go to Wawa's, man. Do it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be that would be more like uh, that Wawa. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I I, uh, I I will say uh seasonal stuff I have to if if I if at all humanly possible. I love and I think they stopped doing it now. And apparently there's a documentary that just started on HBO about it. Uh but McDonald's Monopoly. Did you guys hear that there was like a big scam like some ex-cop or something like that and some like security expert like scammed a few years ago yeah but there's a huge documentary series about oh the the, you know that that's come i think the first episode aired last night 
on HBO. Now, I want to watch it. I'll probably wait till it all comes out because I don't want to, you know, wait week by week. Um, but yeah, there was, a, you know, I love, I love collecting the Monopoly pieces and getting the free sandwiches and stuff like that. I've loved that since I was a teenager. Um, but they don't do it anymore, I guess. Um, and, uh, but no, but things, I love the McRib. I love getting McRib sandwiches. They're so good. Um, and they're so processed. Damn. They are so processed. So and, and I love getting the shamrock shake when they come around too. I like the eggnog shakes they do around Christmas too. So I used to really love the shamrock shake and then I had the shamrock shake and I, I was a teenager. I was like around, Uh-oh. I, I might've been younger than that. Yeah. It hit me in the bad place. Uh Oh, what? It hits you in the bad place. Oh it's yeah, I I don't worry. There's no breaking uh, news or anything like that. I just said, uh oh, for your bad place. <laughs> no, I puked. I puked up the shamrock shake. Oh now. Oh look at the Irish. What do you know me vomit screen? So, <laughs> it's it's mint, right? It is mint. Just I might like be able to revisit it. <laughs> It's shamrock flavored. Sorry, my I had the shamrock shake at the same time as the McRib. Oh, oh. wow! What a what oh. that oh. What, that must have been during the fucking uh, uh, harmonic World convergence. <laughs> no wonder you pukes. No, I don't think I did have the McRib. I did have the shamrock shake, and it was delightful. But I must I had a sick tummy that day. And I have not been able to return to it. But I love mint. I mean, we make we make ice cream. Mint yeah. chocolate um, Girl Scout cookie ice cream. We don't uh, put Girl Scout cookies in it. We make them thin mints. Thin mints, yes. AKA Girl Scout cookie ice cream would be terrible. Yeah. That would be cannibalism. Grasshoppers. Yeah, grasshoppers are great. You know, um, Aldi's makes a good knockoff of Girl Scout cookies. They do the, a good Samoa and a good Thin Mint. Uh, you can find them there most. I think just about all year all year round. They're they're pretty comparable to actual Girl Scout cookies and a lot cheaper. But support the Girl we, Scouts. Don't be assholes. That's it. That's the thing. We we want to support. But. When they're not the selling them, scouts. when they're not selling them, and you don't have some in your freezer, go check out Aldi's brand. See what I, you think. I will give them a whirl, kids. Um, so uh, <laughs> give them a whirl, kids. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so has Trump begun his uh, State of the Union? Um, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't. Honest to God, I don't care. Ah, uh, that's it, right. You know, um, I think that um, at this point, it's perfectly oh, she reasonable. Did not. Speaker Pelosi did not shake his hand. Oh, good. Good. Why would she yeah. want to shake that filthy, impeached, pee-grabbing hand? And she's wearing white. I just want to look at her. the good stuff. I want to see the shade. Okay. Anyway, go continue right. on. The shade of the union address? <laughs> the shade of the union. All right, so fair enough. 
Um, but no, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I was just talking about fast food. I'm done talking about that unless anybody else has any fast food things they want to say. I'm pretty sure that Trump ate a taco bowl. Oh, yeah, the uh, the old taco, famous Trump Hotel taco salad to show that he loves uh, people from South America. I love the Mexicans. <sighs> I, I mean, seriously. And people love that shit. It's like, well, you know, it it's kind of racist, but it's all right. <laughs> That's true. It is. It's kind of racist, but we like him. Anyway. Because he talks like us. Yeah, like a bunch of ignorant racist buffoons. You're right. He does. He says what you're thinking. Racist, stupid shit. You're right. You're totally right, Trumpers. Um, so, um, Joe. Yes? I uh, I don't know if I recommended this to you or not, but I don't think I don't think Rain would be comfortable watching it because there's a bit of gore, opens a little gory. But there's a there's a new series, and I might have mentioned this to you. It is um, just started this year, I believe, and it's based on a Stephen King story. It's called The Outsider. It's on HBO, and it has um, Jason Bateman is the director. He also was in uh, he's in some episodes, and uh, Ben Mendelsohn stars in it. Terrific, terrific supernatural thriller. So, um, if anybody hasn't watched that, I recommend it. So, uh, have I mentioned that to you yet, Joe? No, no, no. This yeah. is the first. The Outsider. Well, I think they're on episode Outs- six out of ten. Oh, so, okay. I'm almost done with my complete sweep of uh, the Outer Limits. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I, I there were only seventeen episodes. By the way, in uh, the second season. That's what you were saying. And I have to say, the second season was much better. Oh, it improved. Oh yes, the oh, second good. season had really uh, better, much better writing. Yes, they nice. depended less on the, you know, remember how how Lost in Space and um, and Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea used to trade off monsters, like you'd see one on Voyage and then the next week you'd see it on Lost in Space. Yeah, because of Irwin Allen, he he was very cheap, so he used to use the same monsters. Okay. And there's too much of that in in the uh, first season of uh, uh, of Outer Limits. But the second season only lasted 17. And I'm saying, I'm looking, I'm saying, no, the, some of these are very like make you think. You know, they're they're more like the Twilight Zone. You know. Sure. Uh, uh, scripts. And I said these were these were much better. So why did they cut this? You know, cut the season in in half. Because they they canceled the show mid season mm-hmm. because they moved. Outer Limits apparently used to be on ABC on Monday nights. Okay. And they moved it in the second season to Friday night, Saturday night rather, Saturday night. All right. Uh, opposite the Jackie Gleason show. Which I can tell you was extremely popular. 
especially in my house. Yeah. So uh, it killed it because Jackie Gleason was like the charge stopper at the time. Yeah. So it killed it in the Nielsen's. And one of their writers left because he said he wasn't, you know, you're just trying to kill the show. They did the same thing to Outer Limits in the second season that they mm-hmm. did to uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek used to be on Thursday night. Yeah, and the demographic. Huh? Yeah, that's that's been the demise of many a great television shows is, you know, moving it to a bad time slot opposing, you know, a more popular show. So... You know, usually it's a show that has a big budget or, you know, um, they have a hard time finding advertisers for or something like that. So, yeah, it's like the political way to kill a TV show. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek, that used to be Thursday nights on NBC, I believe. So mm-hmm. what they did was move it to Friday night, which the demographic for Star Trek was like... Uh, early teen to mid-teens, right? Yeah. To late teens. Okay. So, which I was at the time. And uh, it was date night. Friday night was the night to go out. Uh, you know, no, no school the next day and everything. So, the demographic that usually would watch Star Trek would not be home on Friday night. So you it guys was dance just, night. It was yeah, date you- night. It was, you know, Friday night was a big high school night. And that was your demographic right there. Killed it. So your audience, their audience just disappeared like that. Yeah, because what's what's a teenager, like, say, 14 to 17, which I was in that era. What are you doing on Friday night? You're out. You're not sitting home watching Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Now, Thursday night was different because you have school the next day, you know, uh, there's not, you know and there it is. It used to come on 8, 9 o'clock, and you're all set. But Friday night, who's home? Right? So, killed killed the demographic. All right. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Just wanted you to know that, uh, just wanted you to know that uh, they they did revive the the show in the second season, but unfortunately, Jackie Gleason killed it off. Oh, pal, right to the moon. (laughs) Right, Alice. uh, One of these days. Uh, but yeah, so Rain, you're saying that Trump rebuffed Pelosi? Yes. Good. She held out, she held out, she held out her hand and he did not shake it. He just was like, here, take a copy of my speech. Oh, he rebuffed her. Yeah, she, she was the better woman. Ah. She Mm. was holding up, you know, decorum. He, he didn't shake her hand. And Trump's um, a small man. Yes. And and before we go to break, yep. all of the Democratic women are wearing white tonight because it's the 100th year of our right to vote. Oh, that's right. And, uh, yeah, Nancy's wearing white again tonight, like she did last year. And um, I don't know what to make of this, but y- y'all... So evidently, Rush is a special guest of Trump's. Okay. And he is—he's in a wheelchair. Oh shit! So yep. I wasn't—I wasn't wrong. Nope. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, maybe he'll be spared some suffering. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, on that note, thank you for that, Rain. Um, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. Let me do this right because I have some paint in front of me and I just moved it like an idiot and almost got it everywhere. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break, come back and uh, just, uh, you know, um, keep talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, I got a couple interesting things. But yeah, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after, uh, let's see this. Turn up the night.
I could kiss you in the mouth. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio, for those who dare. This is Graham Bonnet, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you to all the other fine localities, such as Kansas City, Kansas, home of the Kansas City Chiefs. Stop it. <laughs> And Hollywood, Florida, home of the Oscars. Stop um, it. <laughs> and Miami, Ohio, home of the Dolphins. Oh my god. So. <laughs> um yeah. Have you so. seen have you seen the picture of like Missouri and Kansas and somebody just did the Sharpie? <laughs> you that's yeah, good they did. it's it's, it's, good. it's out there clever clever just like, that's good okay, we're just gonna extend it I that. oh clean. i want to kick myself yeah oh joe that's next good. time next time i know that's a good one i got it yeah. kudos for that one. Oh, yeah. oh the shark so uh <laughs> the shardy sharpie so uh so yeah yay, so welcome kansas city chiefs really i'm saying that. it again yay kansas city because come on man even though he's in Kansas, Scooter Kansas, a Kansas City Chiefs fan. <laughs> Trojan Rabbit says that's Kansas City Chefs. <laughs> Stop it. So, 
Francie, Paris, Texas, home of the Eiffel Tower. Thank you, Francie, for helping us with our geography <laughs> lesson tonight. So, Manhattan, Manhattan, Kansas, home of the Empire State Building. Yeah, where's the other big Cleveland? There's a there's another big Cleveland out there. Um, come on, what state? Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland. I want to go. I want to go with. Where, there's a Iowa. southern. There's a southern. Um, oh See, man, now I'm fascinated. Cleveland. There's a southern. There's a southern state with a Cleveland in it. And I can't remember where it is. Um, let me see. Cleveland disambiguation. There we go. Oh, Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> uh let me see. There's a Cleveland in Quebec, a Cleveland in Nova Scotia. There's yes, a, you got the. There's a Cleveland in South Africa in Gauteng. There's a Cleveland in Texas. Cleveland, England. Cleveland, Alabama. Cle Cleveland, Arkansas. Cleveland, Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. Wisconsin, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, oh, yeah, Minnesota, Cleveland, Minneapolis. You do rock. We get around. I get around. There's a Cleveland, New York. There's a Cleveland, <laughs> Texas, home of the Indians. Uh, Cleveland, Utah, home of the Browns. Well, when the Cleveland Browns, God. <laughs> there's a mount cleveland in alaska there's a mount cleveland in montana <laughs> there's two mount clevelands well there, there was grover there was grover well people had to mount grover grover cleveland famous for being on sesame street of course well, no <laughs> no no. Uh, <laughs> Grover Cleveland Grover on Cleveland, Sesame Street giving famous, the State of the Union in Washington State. Famous for, for being president in two non-consecutive terms. Yes. Yeah. Around Benjamin Harrison. Oh, yeah. Cat's right. There's a Cleveland in Tennessee. That's the, the big one. Because I'll type in, you know, I'll... I'll it used to happen a lot more. I, I used to type. Tennessee. I used to type in Cleveland weather, and the weather in Cleveland, Tennessee, would come up. Back when you know doing Goo Goo churches wasn't as uh, predictive or invasive. You know when you went surfing on the internet. Don't do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. Good night, Moon Mare. She said her interwebs are too webby. Aww. Have I'm an sorry. evening. That's her catchphrase. That's her catchphrase. Have an evening. Okay, well, I'll take. I'll have one then. You know, there's 13 Scrantons. You do know that. Oh, do tell. Yes, there's a Scranton, Texas. Texas is just stealing names from everywhere now. They are. No. There's a Scranton, South Carolina. Okay. Of course, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Scranton, North Dakota. Scranton, oh. North Carolina. Okay. Scranton, New York. Scranton, what? Scranton, Minnesota. Scranton, Kentucky. Oh gosh. Oh, here's one that Trump would know. Scranton, Kansas. <laughs> that's where they filmed the. That's where the office was based in Scranton, Kansas. Kansas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, next to the uh, the Chiefs Stadium, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Scranton, Iowa. Scranton Chiefs. 
where they designed that. Scranton app. Chiefs. <laughs> the Scranton Chiefs. Scranton, California. Yes. Yes. Well, the, I've been cool. there. I've been to Scranton, California. No, you weren't. Yes. You weren't. No, I really have. You're lying. Oh, you're lying. You were. <laughs> no, I'm not. I believe her. Did she you, was. Did she was see? lying about that croissant taco, but this this I, I believe I, her. On. I have no. I have been there. <laughs> Scranton, Unless you're really lying to me, because it, no, I remember. It, it's it's in north it's north of um, Sacramento. And there's a Scranton, Arkansas, and a Scranton, mm-hmm. Alabama. Alabama. I'm pretty sure I've been to Scranton, California. It's north of Sacramento, or yeah. All it's right. right. Yes, yeah, it's, it's near Death Valley. It's just north of Death Valley. Are yeah. they all called the Electric City? I, <laughs> no, I don't think so. And I remember I when we went there, it was the 80s. I was driving cross-country with a good friend of mine. And we went there to visit his, you know, family friend of his. Mm-hmm. And the big news, this is 1986. The big news was that Scranton, I'm pretty sure it was Scranton, California. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But the big news was they had to pass a law saying that you can't eat cats. Oh, my God. No, 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 this is serious. Oh, my God. This is really, because there was such a big, at, at this time, this is the 80s, they had a whole bunch of um, Cocaine? Uh, Vietnamese immigrants that oh. were coming into the city. And th- literally just trying to learn how to live in America. And because they were fr- from Vietnam, they... Uh, it, you know... No, I mean you. You are correct in that it is cats and dogs and other animals that we wouldn't typically yeah. eat. Horses, different cultures, right? Different. Yeah. This was my one of the first times in my life. I mean, I was in college. I think I was like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen at the time, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. And um, the people who we were visiting were like, "It's because it, they don't realize that cats." Are pets here? Yeah. They literally had to pass a law in order to get to help people become acclimated to. Well, yeah, I guess I America. Mean, because you know, typically, you know, if you see a cat, you know, that's like game, you know, in some countries, and uh, yeah, in Vietnam know, it was. And here it's yeah, that's it's pets. So yeah, that, I'm sure there were some instances where. That didn't work out. I well. think it was Scranton. I hope I'm not wrong. I really hope I'm not wrong. But the other part of the story is totally true. Oh, you know, I mean, it's you know, uh, that 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 is like a, a a touchy subject. But when you're talking about historical facts, you know, um, that's that's all it is. You know, so. But yeah. Um, Oh, other news uh, from my neighborhood. <laughs> the uh, the lunatic who I was talking about earlier, uh, mm-hmm. the, the my neighbor, who's yes. like a, 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 a bad person. I remember. Uh, his court date is next Monday. Oh, Mister Aggravated. Also, it wasn't Scranton, by the way. But anyway, oh. go ahead. Mister Aggravated Assault. Uh, Mr. Uh, it was, it was aggravated, aggravated assault and, uh, no, felonious assault and aggravated menacing, multiple charges. Oh. So, 
Uh, and from what my understanding, it was against a woman, at least one woman. So, um, I hope, I'm hoping he goes away for a long time. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, but Do yeah. Do you have to go to court? No, no. Uh, one of my neighbors, they, they, um, I guess, uh, she had surveillance footage of the way he had been behaving last year. And the cops asked for it, and she refused to give it because she was scared for her life because this guy's a crazy man, you know. So, sorry, I'm, I'm sanding something now. So I'm. I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blown, blown off the little sand. I had, I, I, I fixed this thing that I'm. One of the things I'm painting with some, some uh, two-part epoxy compound, and it was a, it was sticking out a little bit more than it should have been. So I do want to correct damn. myself. Not I really Scranton. do want to correct myself. Not Scranton. This, this, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. But when I tell you, I did find the town. The mm -hmm. town was Stockton. Stockton. Well, so I hope you can correct. I hope you can understand. Well, I know, forgive I could, you, but I, I don't Stockton know. Stockton and Scranton confused all the time. Yeah. Many times I drive into Stockton instead of in California. <laughs> do you? What am I doing here? I'm trying to correct myself. I'm just saying it's a common, it's a common problem. It was Stockton, and I don't know how many times I've. The thing is, they really, oh. the city really had to pass a law saying you cannot eat cats. Joe's not letting you that can't one cook go. them. You can't catch them. Mm -mm. Stop it! No, stop it! Doing it! Stop doing that! Um, you know, stop uh, eating cats. Could you have cat cheese? Oh, I, I don't know. You tried to milk him, didn't you? <coughs> I just well, think I, it was, you know, it's it's one of those stories that sticks into my head or sticks in my head to this day. Where like when you have when you have an immigrant population that moves in, mm -hmm. that cities need to adjust, and I think that this one was kind of one of the nicer you know, city rulings, laws, whatever it was that passed, mm -hmm. just to try to say, we welcome you, but you can't eat our cats. Yeah. So perhaps try the local Chinese takeout place. Eat a squirrel. See, that Squirrels a really are bad joke. You could just eat a squirrel. Well, you could. Nobody... Eat a groundhog. My God, I will pay you to eat those things if you get them off my property. Uh, yeah, They're it was gone just, it was, To me, it was one of those things where it's like, whoa, I hadn't really thought about the cultural differences between sure. where we, you know, here, America, and uh, even when it comes to hunting, you see eating mm. squirrels. Squirrels, is that's, that's, that's a hunting thing. That's an American cats, practice. Not a hunting thing. No. No, you know, and, and cats over here are real easy to catch for the most part. I like right now. I'm like Timmy, come here. I'm gonna eat your tail. He's oh. like, he's like, okay, Dad, whatever. <laughs> come here. Give me that ham hawk. Give me that ham hawk. Uh, so <laughs> uh, but anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So I hope my idiot neighbor uh, gets put away for a while. Um, and yeah, in la uh, and speaking of groundhogs, this is our last, last thing we talk about tonight. 
uh, that punk, punk's a tawny Phil. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, apparently, I don't trust it either. But you know, I don't trust the the farmer's almanac. I'm just saying it just because punk's a tawny. You know, it's like everybody always talks about it every year. Oh, what's the groundhog have to say? Oh, groundhog says early spring. No shit. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, again, I've heard people saying all last year, oh, they're saying this winter, they're saying this winter's going to be the worst one we've had in a long time. Here we are in February 4th, the <laughs> shortest month of the year, and I'm in Ohio. Joe's in Scranton. If it was going to be the one of the worst winters we had in years, Joe, that shit would have started in October. Mm-hmm. How how much snow have you guys gotten so far? I I'd oh, I I I maybe six inches. I mean total. Total, yeah. We maybe 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 pushing it would be eight. Maybe because I think maybe we had like. A couple times where there was like one inch and in, in one time when there was four inches, you know, but yeah, it all just melted right away. We, we've had, I don't think we've had more than an inch. And I know we're a little bit farther south than you, but we're not that far from the ocean. And Maryland isn't exactly the south. I mean, it's not New York. It's not Ohio. Well, you're almost Virginia, so... But Huh? You're almost Virginia too, really. But even then, we moved down here like more than ten years ago. I'm looking to see we what our the, snowfall. We had the snowmageddon in 20, uh, 20, 2009. Mm-hmm. Look at sixteen inches in Virginia, and last year, our first winter here, we had snow. This has been crazy. Again. 64 degrees on February 4th. This ain't normal. Two days oh. in a row, by the way. It's the government. Okay. Those chemtrails. Chemtrails. <laughs> the government. Or it's... It's the government. Government. It's behind <laughs> it. I'm telling you, the government, and, and it's that... Uh, that this uh, circle down at uh, the Wil- the Wilkesbury stirring up the the tornadoes. Um, okay. I can't even find. I can't even find. <sighs> I guess the point that I'm going to make is that I want to make is that. You know, they, they keep saying, oh, it's going to be a very mild winter. And I'm like, I don't know. I t- literally talked to our mail delivery person today, and she was like, oh, I'm scared for March. She said, we've had some cold days in January. February's been lovely. She's like, no. Why is she she's scared for March? Yeah, she, because she expects just winter. She, she literally said, well, I don't think she watches Game of Thrones, but she said, winter's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing about this well, is, the thing about this is, it, it, it's like, again, it is February. Yes, we might get slammed in March. 
put April and May right around the corner. I mean, it, it's we might get slammed in March, but there's no way it's going to last for more than a week. There's no way. It never has. Am I wrong? Well, that's true. No, no, that's true. But even then, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's been a strange winter. It's been a mild winter, and it's going to be a mild winter because, again, we've gotten from October, especially in, in my neck of the woods and Joe's neck of the woods, we can, we got it from here, <laughs> you know? I just feel bad for anybody who, you know, in our area, Joe, who who has a snowplow business. Oh, that's that sucks. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I sure that, hope you had a contingency really plan. Sure hope you had a contingency well, plan. I hope you didn't vote Republican. The guy, the guy that cuts my lawn has a snowplow business, too. It's for the winter. Yeah. And, you know, he does mostly commercial. But, uh, yeah, I, so... But he also like cleans gutters, power washes houses. So yeah, you, know, you got to adapt. Things like this. Yeah, so he's he's adaptable. You know. Well, could that's good for him. Like today, he could come. Yeah, so he, he's like he he'll do power wash the house. He'll he'll clean your gutter. You know, power wash your gutters. Uh, jack of all trades. You know, he does landscaping. You know. And if it snows, you know. But a lot of times these guys have contracts. Like it's X amount for the winter, whether Mm -hmm. he does 10 or one plow. Yeah. So, in a way, and because these guys are hard to find, guys that'll do this, um, sometimes they do put them under retainer, you know. So, that might work out. Yeah. Well, I know in my neck of the woods, I mean, I have a neighbor who's a landscaper, and she constantly let me know, you know, when I she was like, no snow, no snow, I'm, I'm not going to pay my bills. And it's like, well, you know, you gotta you got to diversify, you know, I mean. So while we're rambling, because yeah. I, I, I've been just checking, yeah, he just, in the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Um, gave a salute to Rush Limbaugh. Neat. In the State of the Union of the United States of America. Mm, so it is the shard of he the Union. He said, I will, he said, my God. I will now ask the First Lady of the United States to please stand and present you with the honor. He's giving him the the. The honor at the State of the Union. Oh, so Russia's dead, basically, at this point. He's not, well, I mean... Pretty much. The, yeah, the, yeah. But what... Alright, look, I know we're getting ready to end the show, but this this is just one of those things that pisses me off. This is the State of the Union. Yeah. This is not the award ceremony. Oh, it's no. not the Grammys, it, it's not the Oscars, it's not the Tonys. You don't give awards during the fucking State oh, no, of no, the no. Union. No, no, no. That's where you got it wrong, Rain, because until he's out of there, everything's Fat Donnie's shit show. And that's what wow. this is now. Uh, he, di- he did this. He did this tonight. That's disgusting. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, essentially. Happy place. Yeah. So, Rush Limbaugh, I guess we're probably going to give him about, what, 
a month tops at this point then I'm not trying I'm not trying to be cynical but if they're doing this if they're doing that if it couldn't fucking wait until like Thursday or something it's like that's the last trip Rush Limbaugh is making anywhere yeah it's yeah so unless it's the last gasp of him to try to rally people around I don't know who knows who knows it's so inappropriate Really. It is. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it is so inappropriate. Well, like, Rush Limbaugh has nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the state of our union. He should not. He can be there. I have no problem with him being there. I have a really big problem with be, him being in his address. Yeah, and, 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 and again, the medal of freedom. There, the freedom to lie, freedom, freedom to spread propaganda, right wing propaganda. Nice. And be a and be a, a racist. And some say go to the Dominican Republic and uh, have sex with children. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a picture of yeah that's true I'm gonna put a picture. Be a sexist. Don't forget you feminazis. He dubbed you dubbed uh, feminist feminazis. And to Adam, I don't think Rush is faking it. No. Yeah, the picture I just posted. He's that doesn't look like Rush at all. Looks like Jim Baker. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Am I wrong? Wow. That's bad. That's bad. He looks terrible. I thought he looked bad on the TV the other day. Holy shit. Um, it, obviously, he doesn't what have is the that? same what makeup. Is that? That's Rush. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's blue. All right. Well, it's, could be, it's just that could a screen, be the screen cap. capture. So, yeah. anyway, let's wrap things up. It's ten o'clock. So, uh, but yeah, of course, there you go. Fat Donnie shit show can't even have uh, proper decorum at the State of the Union. Um, but you know, uh, my money is now that Rush Limbaugh obviously is a dead man uh, wheeling right now, not walking. Um, I'm not. I'm not wishing him ill, but I mean, that's that's. A lot of red flags are going up right now. Yeah. You know. Um, so uh, somebody pulled some strings for that. Somebody pulled some strings for that to make him feel special before he died. Guess what, Rush? Not everybody gets to feel special before they die. Some people just die. All right. Uh, Rain, what's your parting shot? Uh, my parting shot is that the State of the Union should just be about the State of the Union. Absolutely. Seriously, I, I will still be respectful of a dying man. He doesn't deserve this kind of honor at the state of our union. Because Nobody does. Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh, Limbaugh actually is part of the reason why we are so separated as a union. Yeah. You know, yeah. he is one of the reasons why we're here where we are. He's a so, very big reason. And 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 my parting shot is fuck you to Trump for treating the State of the Union like it's your personal fucking tribute show. Yeah, a little campaign rally for Fat Boy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's my parting shot. And um, I also my my other thing is just um, just stay hopeful. Be angry. Right. Be upset, but stay hopeful. 
All right, Joe, what do you got? Yeah, I, I'm appalled. <laughs> That's all I can say. I mean, what has Rush Limbaugh done to deserve the medal? I mean, he bad-mouthed war heroes. He bad-mouthed Gold Star families. And he gives a man whose whole life was dedicated to spreading lies and racism and hate yep. a medal of freedom? Really? What upside-down world sides. do we live in? Mm. Yeah, that's but a really good point. Well, really, I mean, I mean, this is ridiculous. That man has done nothing for the United States of America except divide it, spread hate, spread lies. He's a racist, a misogynist, a xenophobe, and you give him a goddamn medal? And of all nights on the State of the Union... That's a disgrace. I hope they, I hope, I hope they ravage him on the networks, except for Fox, of course. Yeah. I hope so. I hope, I, I hope they don't give him credit or anything for this. This is a disgrace. Yeah. But of course, what do we expect from from an asshole like this? But as my parting shot, just remember, this ain't over. This ain't over till November third. Then it's going to be over. Hot damn! I yeah. agree. Check all your right. check your uh, registrations. Check them on a weekly basis. Yes. Vote early, vote often. I'm kidding. Um, but uh, and uh, and don't forget to register Mickey Mouse and uh, and 15 dead people because that's not what we do. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, wow. Um, yes, this uh, says a lot. I mean, somebody made some calls. Somebody pulled some strings for Limbaugh here. So looks like Snurdly was on the phone. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's all we got for tonight. I uh, hope everybody has, uh, enjoys the rest of their week uh, and enjoy the unseasonable weather wherever you are. I think it's pretty nice mostly throughout the country. And um, yeah, uh, be good to one another. Um, uh, you know, let's try not to revel in other people's misery. We can point things out, you know, point out karma, point out what I pointed out tonight. It, Rush Limbaugh it probably is going to be dead very soon because this is unprecedented and unacceptable. But if they did this this way, it probably means Limbaugh is is on borrowed time at this. It, 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 right uh, yeah, now. I think so. Seeing so, him in the wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, and do something crafty and creative. Go buy yourself some art supplies or, or a puzzle or, you know, a, a, a game or something. Do something with your mind that is, is, uh, productive and fun and challenging, um, instead of, you know, reveling or wallowing in all this, uh, this nonsense that we have to deal with from the press and from, uh, the governments and, uh, you know, just nattering nabobs of negativity in general. So, uh, yeah, if, if you craft, you know what, next Friday, send me a picture of an old craft or a new craft or something. I want to, I want to see your crafts on Friday. I want to see a project, not just a craft. I mean, if you built something with your hands, if you did a home improvement thing, if, if you just decorated a room or you made a, an art project or, or, you know, whatever, let me see some pictures of some stuff that you've done that make you happy to make your life better and the world in general a better place. Um, 
But yeah, uh, we love you all, and we'll see everybody on Friday for more Turn Up the Night. Oh, no, night. that's not the right thing to play. <laughs> that's this. <laughs> that's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! Bing, bing, bong, and dat.